it instantly just mission off. And the boat we were on filming on was on anchor, Bruce. So that thing missioned off instantly. And I'm at water level, so I can't see the sharks. And they're just like, Dickie, the sharks are with you. They're not here. And I'm like, where? I can't see them. Well, Chris <laughs> Fellows actually had to get like a little boat and come save me like 200 meters down where the sharks are just chilling Holy. with me. So all that stuff, that stuff never makes it onto, <laughs> onto TV. Cut to cut. Oh, yeah. Welcome, 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 everybody. It's Cup mm. to Cup, episode number 110. Happy to have everybody intro. here. Thank you, man. That was good. He brought the energy uh, on that one. That's what I do. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Um. Welcome, everybody. My name is Kevin. I am uh, the most badass host of this show, uh, <laughs> Cup to Cup. And uh, I got my two boys here. Uh Mr. Jason Payne and Mr. Chase McDaniels. Uh, so say hi, Jason. Hey, Kevin. No, that to me, everybody else. Oh, yeah, I, hey, I, everybody else. How are you? <laughs> they, they said they're doing good. Oh, good. Oh, Thanks, guys. I'm glad everyone's okay. doing good. Chase, say hi. Yo. There you go. Everybody. Energy. Go. Uh, look, guys. Hey, Chris has got an opening item for us. Oh, okay. look at you, Chris. This is lovely. What is this? Thanks, Chris, for uh, doing this rundown for us. Yeah. Uh, first off, and second off, having <laughs> such an opening <laughs> item like this. Mary, fuck, kill. Italian food, Ooh. Mexican food, Chinese mm. food. Mm. Mm. Can we just clear the air here when it comes to uh, the food. fucking part? Like, what uh, do we... Like, what does he mean by fucking the food? We're not, like, are we're we not saying, actually like, like having sexual intercourse. Okay, with the food? I want to make sure. Oh, I mean, that changes I, the answer. I, I, I didn't take this so that way. Then never mind. I, I assumed it it's way. like, uh, like, uh, you know, the marry part is like you can have a have it whenever you want. The okay. fuck part is maybe you only get it like you know once a month or something. And then the kill part is like you never get that food ever. So you only fuck your wife every once a month. Is that what we're getting at here? Jesus, Christ. I thought you had a schedule, man. Yeah, I, I thought know. you did too. <laughs> Schedule? I don't have a schedule, okay? Just Babe, it's the 19th. No, I don't have a it's schedule. It's the 19th. I don't have that. What are we doing here? <laughs> so, all right, so it's, you're saying fuck is a short-term? It's the second Tuesday of the month. What are we doing here? Okay. <laughs> so, but are, are we saying, like, like the fucking is... God, we've said fuck so many times. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, Mom. So, are we saying that part right there is just once in a while? Once in a blue moon we yeah, get it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. If that's how it is, um, I'll answer first because this is very easy. And I will have to say... Once in a while can be Italian food. The Mary will be Chinese food. Nah, I gotta take that back. Wow, married is Mexican food. what? Married, married is Mexican food. I can kill Chinese food. I don't really care for Chinese food. I was so, yeah. shocked when you said you were gonna kill Mexican food at first. You love burritos and tacos. I know, bro. no that no burritos and tacos because I was thinking <laughs> when I thought Mexican right away, I thought like the actual dishes, like legit yeah, Mexican yeah, dishes, yeah. they're like great, but they're not a burrito and, and they're not a taco. Yeah. So. No, you're right. I caught myself right away. So, yeah, Mexican <laughs> food's here to stay. Chinese food is dead. And then I'm going to have my um, Italian food once in a while. Chase, what do you think? So Thoughts. When we say, real quick, when we say Chinese food, we're talking just Chinese, not all Asian. 
He's really uh, everything that we everything, do. Like, bro. He has everything. Everything. I, I knew I knew I was gonna get shit for this, but that's an important distinguishing. Like, well, it says thing. Chinese, so it it's just Chinese. Chinese okay, food. then good. Then yeah, fuck you, Chinese food. I'm done with you. We're done. I love Chinese food. Don't get me wrong, but compared to the other two, you're not in the same league. So yeah. Chinese food is gone. Uh, that leaves me. What's with your favorite there. Chinese food? Cream of sun guy. Bless you. I, is that, is he I don't even know I if that's know a real that thing, is. but you said it so so <laughs> well. Cream of sun young guy. Cool. You can keep repeating I yourself. Do. I don't know what that is. Somebody. I'll say it slow is. for you. Okay. Cream of some young guy. Oh my god. <laughs> That's terrible, man. What is man. wrong with that? Is, that is, that is, <laughs> that is ab- terrible. Why are you oh, eating is... that, Chase? You said you loved it. What is he talking about? I didn't I even say know. I loved Cream it. Cream is a young guy. <laughs> oh I mean, you keep repeating it. Jesus. Oh Jose God. probably likes it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, Kev. What do you got, took man? a weird Oh, wait, turn, no. Chase bro. hasn't even Chase, finished. Chase, go. No, I, I'm sorry. I got interrupted by Kevin's awful joke. Yeah. Uh, you know what, man? I'm going to... Ooh, I'm going to marry the Italian food, and I'm going to uh, fuck the Mexican food. Okay. Okay. Is pizza Italian? Yes. In in my scenario, it was. In my Wait, head, it in, was. In what other scenario would it not be? I thought I was just making sure. Uh, so yeah, I'm married. We're having a beautiful relationship that's gonna last for centuries. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna marry Italian food. Uh, I'm going to kill Chinese food because I eat that like once a year, maybe yeah. twice. And a you year. hate yourself afterwards. And yeah, I mean, no plus, offense to Chinese people. I just the Chinese food that I get is <laughs> shitty. I have a slight soy allergies, and like everything oh, in Chinese yeah. food has. Soy. <laughs> Did you see his face when you said that? Bro? He was so confused. He was like, "I, I can't control this." Like, what especially you- after he acted all big and bad on his intro, talking he's the most badass guy. Yeah. All you got to do is put a little soy in his food. And Shit, you're done, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shellfish boy, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> give you a little shellfish, and you blow up like a damn. Uh, Bro, I'll eat shellfish uh, right now. Let's go, guys. We're in a time now where we should have like allergy sensitivity here. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't want to offend anybody. You're, there's Bro. a there's a class action suit going against you yeah. with shellfish. You're like, you don't even understand what we're missing. <laughs> you don't know what we're going you through. Don't, <laughs> you don't know my life. Actually, I know exactly your life. Yeah, <laughs> that's soy there. Uh, so yeah, and uh, Mexican food, I'll just fuck every now and again. That's fair. Mostly burritos and yeah, and, and tacos. tacos. Yeah, hundred percent. That's easy. I'm gonna fuck the fuck out of burrito. Yeah, that's a lot there. <laughs> just so so. What's great is uh, we were talking about this earlier. How to talk about uh, how we're gonna segue into our guest because uh, we did it a little different this time. Uh, Chase uh, had to work in the middle of the afternoon. Go figure on a Thursday. Like who who needs yeah, to actually do I'm their job? Of, yeah, what Thursday? the hell? Yeah. You got a job That's or something? Bad, yeah, bro. That's my bad, guys. But our guest, uh, Dickie Chevelle. By the way, we never talked about how badass his last name is. Like Chevelle. Like he talks more about how badass your name is. Yeah, he, he was obsessed with pain. <laughs> but um, we had to record. Uh, Kevin and I interviewed him earlier this afternoon, which is Thursday. So it was around eleven and thirty. We interviewed and talked to him. And so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna patch you in after this uh and have you listen to that interview which is fucking badass and if you don't know who dickie chevelle is you have never watched shark week uh he's the dude doing the crazy shit uh in the ocean yes. that i mean i'm sorry dickie's like no i like to do other things but like that's what dickie is known for is this smart <laughs> what, intelligent but crazy shark expert um and so we dive into that for what like a good hour right Kev? a little over an hour super cool guy man what a great interview just like he dives into the ocean with sharks you dove into the interview 
<laughs> it's just bad. Like it was just bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, um, man. but yeah. So what we're gonna do is we'll, we'll play a little sound, and then right after the sound, uh, you'll hear the interview, and it's freaking awesome. And then after the interview, stay tuned. If you hate the interview, fast forward it, but you shouldn't. Uh, what? we'll do the bracket. No, you're not gonna fast forward because you, you won't. You won't. And that you'll do the bracket. Thing for Jason to say. We'll do. Uh, this is where we fucked up. Chase has a rant. Um, and, uh, it'll be a good time. But, um, before we dive into that, I had one thing to say and tell you guys this, cause I thought this headline was really crazy and it was in the Northwest in Washington in 2019, uh, they signed legislation that was making them the first state to approve composting as an alternative alternative to burying or cremating human remains. So as of last year, 2020, a, co- a guy finally opened up his company and he is selling compost with human remains. Remains. Is that that's, crazy? That's a fucking, like, that's a ghost, like, haunting <laughs> waiting to happen right In there. your garden and stuff like yeah. that? Bro. <laughs> that's, what? Uh, that's yeah, that's, that's a true headline. And I, this is Washington. I don't know if I said the state, but it's in Washington. Yeah. So, like, 2019, they made it legal. In 2020, this guy's like, all right, cool. I have a business idea. I'm going to basically make compost out of dead people. Where, where do you come up with this business idea, A? And, B, what is – who the fuck is your clientele? Like, the guy that's like, you know what? I love the way my tomatoes are growing outside. But, Charles, have you tried dead people? <laughs> because that shit makes it grow super fast and beautiful. And they taste so good. He's, that's because it was my great grandma who's buried out back yeah. that's making the tomatoes grow. That was great grandma Chastity out there. Like, <laughs> fucking dead as shit. I thought the she other way stripper. around. She was I, a stripper. I thought the other way around, and I was worried about the, um, like, people going missing and murders. Like, I feel like this is your out. Like, is this it? is your, like, this yeah. is so easy to cover up now. Like, so I don't, easy. There's going to be sure. axe murderers going to this guy that runs this business with a gun to his head, be like, I have a dead body. You need to get so rid like, of it. Is that a bullet hole in his head? No, he fell. He fell on a nail. Just just go ahead and just bury him. Come on. Do this thing. Yeah. It's, Burn I don't know. I thought the headline was crazy, and then when someone opened up a, a company to do this, I thought that was even crazier. Who the fuck is going to eat any crops that come out of this garden? I, I mean, mean, who would know, though? Com- well, and compost is just, it's shit, right? So, I mean, is it dead body shit? Either way, it's kind of gross. Yeah. So, I mean... I, I'm not gonna do it, but I'm I'm just saying it's not like that crazy when compared to the alternative. Yeah, I'm like dead bodies, but uh, you know I'd eat something that came out of like cow manure or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, don't. Say I don't it. know, man. Uh, anyway, I, not, I think it's, I don't have to say it. It's right there. I feel like if you're <laughs> like at a restaurant and the menu was sitting in front of you and they use that compost for the food, I feel like you should tell somebody. Like you should let right. them know. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, this yeah. is human remain compost. Yeah, that just we so eat. you know. This is Johnson and Johnson's uh, compost over here. <laughs> the crazy yeah. part is that might actually attract some people to eat there, bro. There's Ooh, people cannibals, that be like, yeah, for sure. Well, and just like, there's some weird people out there, bro, that are like, "Ooh, all your food is organically grown in dead bodies. Uh, sign me up." I don't think people are out there. Yes, like, dude, no. there are absolutely people like that. There's people that, that eat fucking uh, what do they call them? Uh, mountain balls or whatever they're called. Rocky Mountain oysters? Yeah. What are those? Mountain balls. Mountain balls. Oh, <laughs> that's tell, tell them what a balls. Rocky Mountain oyster is. Eh? They're balls, bro. From what? Like, is Think it bowl? Is it bowl, a bowl or goat or some shit? I don't know. Have you had one of these balls? He's, no. He's talking like he did. No, I mean, I'll I, try I, one. I'm just surprised you no, haven't you're heard not. of Rocky Mountain. For what oyster? reason, Jason Payne? See, you're the it. compost fucker. You're the. <laughs> 
Eating mean, dead wait, people is, and, a, and, a, and a testicle are two different things. I'm not well, saying they're not did, both bad things, but they are two different things. And did you call him a compost fucker? Yeah. I mean, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy having sex with compost. Okay. Yeah. If there's right. a guy, he's the one. All right. All right. Um, I don't know how to segue out of this, guys. So on this note, uh, check out the interview that we had uh, with Woo-hoo. Dickie Chevelle, uh, Kevin and I. It's fucking awesome. Um, and then afterwards, we're going to dive into the bracket uh no pun in there chase please god no um but yeah enjoy guys it was fucking epic we've been dying for this interview we have a very special guest today uh i'm getting right into it i'm i'm too hyped for this to even like (laughs) fucking uh chill out all right (laughs) i'm i'm a shark freak (laughs) and we got a shark connoisseur a shark expert shark conservationist shark badass motherfucker uh dickie chevelle what's up dickie what's up guys firstly dude what the intro who made that i was like that's (laughs) That's sick dude it's so so sick i love the old school and the beat um what's up guys thank you very much i just want to say thanks for having me on man it's an it's awesome to be here it's really nice thank you yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, Jason's sure. here too, by the way. If anybody, yeah. who gives a uh, <laughs> We had to record kind of during the day because um, Dickie's off. Uh, I mean, he's traveling the world. Where are you right now, Dickie? Dude, I am actually home now. I'm flying out on Sunday again, but I am at home in South Africa. Like, I live on the very, very tip of the African continent. Like, okay. Yeah, so that's seven hours for everyone there. I had to do the math. I told Dickie like seven times. I'm bad with math. I got to figure out this time zone difference. That's seven hours difference from us. So our boy Chase, Chase will can, be with us later on it. in the episode. Uh, but for now, uh, I took a long lunch break from work. My boy Kevin was already off today, so it was Ooh. perfect. So we're like, there's not, you're, Dickie's leaving. I, I talked to him yesterday, and you were, you're leaving. I think you're going to Saudi Arabia? Yeah, dude. So Saudi Arabia, first Kenya, because I'm doing like – you're supposed to quarantine. They're not really open for South Africa, so you're supposed yeah. to quarantine for two weeks in a hotel. But uh, we're going to a place where maybe we don't have to do that, and then flying over to Saudi, chilling there for a while, working with some sharks. So I'm keen for that. Through the Red Sea is always epic. Nice, <laughs> nice. So I just want to keep everybody like up to date because uh, th- that is why we're recording now without Chase. But, uh, Kev, before we yes. start talking sharks, man, do you have a fun I do, I do. Uh, All right. you know, I'm excited. You know, it's yeah. got to be shark-related, and I know Dickie probably knows this, but a lot of people may not know this. Sharks don't have bones. Like, no. They're completely, uh, I guess, cartilaginous. Cartilaginous? I don't know how to say mm-hmm. a word. But they're, is uh, that like... Yeah, they're... Like, when you see, like, you know, sometimes you see, like, shark jaws, you know, like, a big, huge Great Whites or something. Like, I was like, oh, this, they got bones. No, they ain't got no bones. No, dude. Um, they're cartilaginous, if I'm saying that correctly. Cartilaginous yeah. fish. But that's why always, like, the megalodons and stuff, um, that's why only the teeth, like, survive. So, yeah. that's why there's no, like, shark bones. It's not like they're finding... A prehistoric shark bone but they always find the teeth because the teeth obviously um they Stick they around. survive but the cartilage yeah. the cartilage doesn't like stay over time that's crazy yeah. that, that's crazy to me i mean you know yeah no, it's it's cool. he's like yeah no he's like yeah knows everybody that. knows that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so 
dude awesome fun fact obviously i feel like i've probably seen that 13 times on discovery channel um and i probably never remember it because i don't rem- i honestly did not remember that uh fact but like i told dicky man to break the ice we got to play some florida man and him and i had some choice words about how crazy florida was yesterday when we when we started talking about the podcast so it was only perfect for us to play florida man before we start uh diving into some sharks let me just say i think it's fucking hilarious that somebody in south africa knows what florida man is by the way (laughs) dude dude it's it's all over you guys all over the world man i think everybody i don't i don't think it's just south africa like florida people are fucking nuts like they're they're crazy not always in a good way no, not always in a good way. Always when somebody does something ridiculous, it's like, yeah, it's Florida, obviously. Yeah. Dude, to show you guys the extent of this, like there's a game we play sometimes between mates of us that on you Google your date of birth and your birthday and then put Florida man in it and then see oh. what comes up. Like, I think on my birthday, somebody, like, a Florida man threw somebody with a cat or something the last time. <laughs> oh, I have to go check, but it's ridiculous. And that's actually a game that we play. Oh, yeah. I now like, I want to play this game. I like this game, man. Yeah. I like this game. All right. Um, so, on that note, let me hit the intro to Florida Man, and uh, we will we'll, we will play. Okay. Cool bitch. All right. Let's pull the phone up and read this one, bro. Um... So this one is out of Manatee County. Uh, Florida man accused of smashing blank into wife's face during argument. What do you think this Florida man smashed into his wife's face? A chocolate chip like cookie. Because he was probably like, yeah, dude, I wanted, I wanted vanilla cookies. Like, you make chocolate chip? Bah! And he probably <laughs> knocked her in the face. Well, that's a guess. That's what that's, I'm guessing. I like no, it. I like it. One. No, that's a good I'm guess, man. That. Uh I, something that came immediately to mind is a fucking watermelon. So like, I mean, he just <laughs> like smashed Dude. her face in with a watermelon. Yeah. Oh, it, all right. It won't so surprise I, me, but that's fucking rough, man. That's that would, that yeah. would hurt. That would, would hurt. hurt. It would hurt. Um. So you guys were correct in the fact that it was food, but it was a Taco Bell burrito that smashed <laughs> your face. Why did I think of that? A burrito. God, a burrito, man. man. Dude, I, uh, I feel like that's less water. painful, man. It's less painful than a cookie and, and a, a watermelon. So yeah, watermelon is yeah. painful. It yeah. could be worse. It's a wasted burrito, dude. Burritos, For sure. That's the number one. Definitely. <laughs> fun fact. Oh, oh. Um. Fun fact. Burrito is, uh, dude. I think my chick told me this like a few days ago because we were making burritos. It's tiny donkey. I think burrito like directly translates to tiny donkey because it carries donkeys. They use donkeys to carry stuff. So yeah, burrito is a tiny donkey because it takes so much stuff inside of it. Yeah. I'm no longer calling a burrito a burrito. Now I'm calling it tiny donkey for it. Tiny, yeah. You want to get a tiny donkey later? (laughs) Yeah, I just smashed a tiny donkey, bro. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, man, I, I, I usually give like an in-depth research on Florida, man, but I honestly don't give a shit anymore about Florida, man. I want to dive into sharks. I want to dive into you, man. So yeah. to kind of open up and kind of explain to people who don't know who you are, who, who haven't watched uh, Shark Week on Discovery Channel, okay. uh, you are deemed a crazy shark expert. And I have a soundbite to kind of prove that. And like I told you before, man, my wife is the 
biggest fan of yours, man, because you make Shark Week actually interesting and fun to watch. And so I wanted to pull this soundbite just so people can understand how other shark experts kind of see you, man, which was, which is dope. Cool. Thank you, dude. You guys are so nice. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to bring that shark up to the boat. I do crazy stuff, but it's always sort of calculated and I try to minimize risk. Dickie seems to want to maximize risk. So is that true, man? Is that, do you just like to maximize risk well, when you uh, swim with the shark? <laughs> well, dude, um, not necessarily maximize the risk. Jeez, Andy. Um, that's a good mate of mine. Um, but always taking calculated risks, but pushing the limits for sure. Yeah. One, thing that, one thing that's really, that allows me to do what I do is remembering that, and I think a lot of people forget this sometimes, is that sharks aren't malicious. Like, they're not just out there to chow you. Yeah. Um, I'm not promoting, like, I'm not saying you should go swim with the shark if you see one. Obviously, we're taking a lot of things into account, but the sharks are not, you're not necessarily, you're not their prey source. So not maximizing risk, but also I sometimes do dumb stuff. So calculated risks. And I, I think of a little bit of luck like that. Original, the first thing I did for Shark Week where I was on that board, like I, I remember thinking, distinctly sawing where I made Parthenope, that thing that moves like a shark. I remember distinctly seeing that footage forgetting it was me and i'm like who's this dumb guy like, who's, this, who's this idiot and then i'm like fuck that's me like what so not necessarily not maximizing risk at all but taking calculated risks i would say yeah. i mean and, and i'm a, sorry I, I, no i got i got a list of things here jay uh okay so i mean you went in the ghost cage which is kind of just like a clear ghost cage the door handle busted on this thing you're fighting off sharks with your hands you also trailed behind a boat, like a, on like a little trolley almost. Yeah. Uh, you literally were like bait, like the, and, but you had a camera on so you could see the the giant great white shark uh, breach uh, right in front of you, and the one you were talking about, I think, uh, was when you laid flat on a, like a decoy shark. Yeah. And like yeah. the and then like got off and then the shark like destroyed that decoy, uh, which you were laying on two seconds ago. Um, dude dude. and then you were that you were present uh when the 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 mega shark the giant uh I, I believe it was pregnant uh shark rolled on through and uh man i can literally tell you the coolest things ever the not not necessarily the coolest but the wackest things ever make it on tv i'm just gonna go down the list with the stuff you just mm -hmm. mentioned like with the ghost cage I did it at night as well. And the surge was so hectic, bro. The door that was broken actually ended up breaking off completely. Oh, and I remember like this thing, like holding it like this with hectic surge and the sharks, you could only see them once they're like this close. So that I bailed. I just like, I don't like littering, but I just busted i just threw the door and i just bolted <laughs> the boat. i'm like this is not not a good idea and that board you were just talking about like i thought because it moves like this okay right. cut the rope because it's gonna stay behind the boat you know like uh, it no it didn't like instantly <laughs> it 
instantly just mission off. And the boat we were on, filming on, was on anchor, Bruce. So that thing missioned off instantly. And I'm at water level, so I can't see the sharks. And they're just like, Dickie, the sharks are with you. They're not here. And I'm like, where? I can't see them. Well, Chris <laughs> Fellows actually had to get like a little boat and come save me like 200 meters down where the sharks Holy. are just chilling with me. So all that stuff, that stuff never makes it onto, onto TV like that. <laughs> yeah, that interesting. Yeah, what was the insane. other one? Oh, that goes um, the Hornet where we did that three-way breach. That was also, that was... That was, it was crazy getting that breach, but because I couldn't see what the guys on the boat were doing. Yeah. And I had a full face mask on in order to get communication with the guys, but a full face mask is not like a normal regulator. Once you rip that regulator out, it's not easy to get it back. So my reg ripped out. I'm like, I have to film because Murphy's Law, you know, at the end of the day, the second you don't film is the second the shark will breach. So Obviously. I'm almost drowning. And then I just feel these tugs. And I thought they sank the boat at, at one stage there. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm expecting to get pulled down because I thought the boat's going down and I'm just going to end up with it. And then we got that breach and it was just, Dude, surreal! It was absolutely. How, it seemed like crazy. it was hot. It, the vision was kind of crazy with that, cause like, I mean, you got like the um, the wake from the boat like smashing you in the face. Almost it seemed like. Dude, the drag was actually intense. Like a lot, a lot more intense than I expected it to be. It was that thing was, dude. It was incredibly difficult, but. The invention was there and theoretically it works. And then we proved that it works. So if it works, no matter how difficult it is, like we wanted that three-way breach. That was the mission because it had never been filmed before, like from the bottom to the surface and then with a drone. So you're getting a complete perspective of a shark breaching from all different angles and do that shark. Like, did, did you guys see that yeah. breach, that shark? I spent days looking for that shark, and that was just like a leviathan, man. That's one thing about sharks that's so incredible, especially sharks that, that's that size. Is How big was some, it? Dude, that's a five-meter shark, easily. I, I, you guys probably work in feet. I'm not sure yeah. what that is in feet. I'm, I'm a but look, I have the no true idea. leviathans, man, the, the really big, big sharks, they don't you don't see them all that often and when they come they show themselves and then they cruise again so that shark i've never seen it before and i've never seen it again that was just like it came it conquered and it left and it eludes me till this day just like when it fell back into the water yeah staring straight into my face was it was a moment like i'll never forget i was like oh <laughs> oh that do, happened do you That's feel cool. when he's when he's uh he or she, I don't know what kind of shark it was, but when it's when it's coming straight up right in front of you, do you feel that force uh, where you were, or not really because you were kind of moving, huh? I can tell you from at that at that time, no, I didn't feel it. There was too much going on, yeah. you know, the drag and everything, so I couldn't feel that. But we've had at the shark at the shark age diving boats, we've had big sharks come, like also a shark like that, a five meter shark, and when it will go for a bait line, do you feel that energy? Like imagine a five meter 
white shark, like a massive yeah. predator, like a jaw extension, fully out, like full on out of the water in front of you. You can feel that energy. It demands incredible respect. Like for everybody, sure. like after after something like that, everybody's quiet for a while. While it's happening, everybody's like, wow, wow, wow. And then there's that moment of silence, like that we really just experience that. Like, did we just see that? And I always try and tell people like, it's one in a thousand times that you see something like this. I mean, we're... Yeah. Why Dude. is it so rare? That was like my follow-up. It's like, why, like you say like that you see them and then they disappear forever or like for a long period of time. Like, so why is it just mating? Is it just where they're, they're feeding? Is it just all kinds of stuff? Dude, sharks are in trouble, man. It's, it's yeah. becoming more and more rare. If I can give you guys an example, in 2010, I could go out and see 18 to 20 different white sharks here in South Africa. I'm at Dyer Island, which is known as the great white shark capital of the world. It's got Shark Alley, which is the McDonald's drive-thru for great white sharks. And now, dude, we haven't seen a white shark in probably a month. And within 10 years, between orcas predating on them and long lines, like our government are just like the worst <laughs> when yeah. it comes to things like this. We're definitely fighting a lot of cases. What is long um, lines? What are long lines? Long line fishing. You yeah, know, those, okay. those... Dude, they are the worst. Well, there's a lot of things that bad, but yeah. they have like kilometers of line just trailing behind the boats with thousands and thousands and thousands of hooks. So if they're not catching sharks, they're catching the sharks food. They're just taking everything out of the ocean, yeah. like completely like taking everything out. So not only are sharks food source in trouble, but the sharks are in a lot of trouble, bro, where you used to see a lot of sharks you don't see that anymore it's it's an incredibly rare occurrence now where it never used to be i mean winter this time i i would have i would have a lot of sharks around the boat at the moment yeah. at the moment we're working with a different type of shark species bronze whalers because the they've come in in the absence of white sharks it's actually yeah. incredible how an ecosystem can adapt and change like that what kind of shark is that i, I don't bronze i'm whaler? not familiar Bronze whaler. You can Google it. It's a beautiful shark. Really. They're more of a schooling species of shark. But when it comes to the raw power of a white shark, they're nowhere near. They're they're still beautiful, epic to dive with. I mean, dude, especially with the cage, because there's so many of them there since they're a schooling species and they're right up in your face. But it doesn't give you that awe-inspiring fear factor. Yeah. Not that, not that you should be afraid of white sharks, but it's still thrilling to be in the yeah, water with yeah, them, whether you, you're in a cage or not in a cage. I mean, it's just an amazing animal to see. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, it's, a, it's like you're not you're not scared of the shark, but you're not about to walk up and try to pet a lion either. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. yes, no, a hundred percent for sure. <laughs> you're, I I always tell the people like, dude, keep your hands in the cage because they're sharks. They're not puppies. <laughs> you know they're not they are yeah. still dangerous just because they're not out there to eat you it's it doesn't mean st stuff can't go south yeah. real yeah. fast like that's and, one of 
that's one of Kevin's like bucket list, man. He's he definitely wants to no, get it. It's number one. It's number one. It's number one. Number one to swim with. Dude, a on your bucket list. A tank. Well, yeah. we're gonna finish up this podcast and change information, and I'm gonna take you possibly within. I don't know how this COVID stuff gonna work <laughs> out, but yeah, 2021 maybe this year we'll sort it yeah. out, or next year, dude, when everything's a bit more calm. But we'll take you diving with white sharks, and that's a deal. Like oh, I yeah. will. Definitely my wife, my wife will be joining charge. Kevin, man. My wife, yeah, will be dude. Kevin. and you yeah. too, Jason. Yeah. Oh yeah, Payne. No, I just want to film it, bro. Jason, <laughs> I just want to film it, bro. That can be the movie. That can be the movie, guys. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. before we started the podcast, we said like he's got the coolest name, Jason Payne. <laughs> so that can be the movie. Jason Payne faces what sharks or something like that. We'll make it happen. No, it's I like perfect. it, man. Um, so I gotta ask, man. Uh. Like we said before, you you aren't your typical shark expert. Uh, you're fun as hell to watch. You're 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 the kind Thank of guy you. that you kind of want to have a beer with after the bar Thank and you. just chill with. So I'm curious, man. How the hell did you end up getting on Discovery Channel, becoming a shark expert? What what drove you into it? How did you do it, man? I I gotta know. Well, bro, um, life life put me in 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 crazy situations. I never. This is not something that I. I ever thought I, I, I always knew I was going to do something regarding animals. I love animals and I am a nature conservationist by like traits. I live and breathe nature conservation. Like this morning I started off my day by releasing, we have a penguin sanctuary by releasing a few penguins on, um, back onto the island that we rehabilitated in our sanctuary. And then quickly ran dude i thought i was going to be late for the podcast i thought i was going to have to call you guys and like dudes um but a pilot well washed up like on one of our beaches so myself my chicken uh one of our biologists had to go like just assess it check out the situation and it was an incredibly healthy well i have no idea what there was no causes of trauma um But I'm I'm wondering, Ophia, your what was your question again? Sorry, dude. Uh, no. How did you get into it, man? Like, how did, oh, yes. how did how you did end I, up like showing up, like into it? Yeah, letting go penguins, sh- swimming with the sharks. You're helping a whale out. Like, how did this happen? You're going to Saudi Arabia, man. You you, you have a sick ass life. It's, it just sounds awesome, interesting man. as hell, dude. So my dad is actually the real OG. Like, he's yeah. got he cares more about nature and animals and everything really than anybody I've ever met, and he's incredibly passionate. And when I was younger, he started a well watching business here. And then so I've been connected to the sea since I was young. And then that turned into shark cage diving eventually. But how I got how I got like I was actually if you want to know the first time I worked for like a foam set crew thing is I was actually going surfing with a mate. And then I got this phone call. And Discovery Channel ended up being down here filming white sharks in murky, murky water the whole day. And remember that movie Blue Crush? Yeah, yeah. Like sure. that yeah. surfer movie. So that specific camera, that was like when Phantom cameras were still like the bomb. That was yeah. quite a few years ago. And they had this like tin dome housing for this. They flew that camera down here to shoot sharks. And they dropped the dome of this camera in the water. And one of the people on the boat decided to call me and like, yeah, I know somebody. And I went out with this like little boat and myself and Chris Fellows, who is the master. I mean, Chris Fellows is a legend. He invented towing decoys for to make sharks breach. Like he's the man. 
honestly, and such a good guy, like a real legit shark conservationist, cares a lot about sharks. So him and I went into Zeroverse murky water, and I remember all I had was a broomstick with me. And Literally a broomstick? Out, yeah, a broomstick. <laughs> And to dive out this downpour, and we got it. I mean, obviously, yeah. nothing, nothing happened. It was really cool, and that's how I first got, like, connected into into starting to get to know the guys. When the guys were back, I was like, "Hey, this I've got this really stupid idea, shark like decoy thing that <laughs> that, that yeah. thing that you were talking about." And after yeah. that, I never, I never did anything for like, I I never wanted to do money. I always wanted. Everything that I've done has had, I've had a question and I answer it in a very radical way. Yeah. Do you understand what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like all of, all of the things that I do, I always have a question or I want to show or prove something in that, if anything, you just prove that sharks are not man-eating mindless machines. Otherwise I wouldn't yeah. be, be sitting here. And then right. dude, one day my sister, cause as you know, Jason, I'm not that good with my phone. <laughs> I'm not that good. So one day my sister calls me and she's like, dude, why aren't you checking your emails? Like what? Like Discovery Channel's trying to get a hold of you. Like, oh, and I'm like, shit. what? And then I just like, I wasn't, and the email just said, like, yo, do you want to go to New Zealand? And I was just like, yeah, man. Yeah. I would mean, yeah, yeah, love yes. to. That would be amazing. Yeah. And then that's sort of how I got into it, bro. And then. Yeah, here you now, are now. Now I'm incredibly. I mean, I, I I consider myself one of the luckiest people in the world to have gotten those opportunities, and yeah. worked with the people that I do and go the places I go because I love sharks, and not just sharks. I work with all animals really, mostly yeah. marine life. But I, I don't think yeah, it's man. luck, man. I, I think that good things happen to good people, and you know, this is a this was your calling. This was who you were supposed to be, and I, I appreciate that. I, I thank you. Thank you. And I don't want to say that. I'm glad you said it because this is my <laughs> calling. I'm glad you said it. But yeah, dude, I can't imagine me doing anything else. But I just feel that I'm incredibly privileged to be one of those people that never work. You know, it's a cliche yeah, yeah. when they say, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I mean, obviously, my phone is on 24-7 and like, dude, some, sometimes when I'm just tired and I want to go home, I get a call that there's a penguin fucking five kilometers <laughs> down on a beach and I have to drive for an hour to go fetch said penguin. Yeah. So it is a lifestyle choice, but it's a lifestyle. It's not a job. It's, right. it's the way that I live. So it is my calling. And I'm incredibly lucky to say that I do what I love, which is, which is cool. So, what? So, yeah, sorry. Go no, ahead. I, I was just going to say, like, if, if all this shit that you've done pardon my language all the stuff that you've done that's fuck no don't i've been swearing language. on this podcast dude. jason oh, yeah. i said pardon my language jason like, said, jason dude. looks at me like what the fuck is wrong with you i don't know why he's part you know we can curse i have no idea okay, why he's i don't know why i was like dude i've been swearing since the beginning <laughs> I'm, i usually tone it down but i thought today hey chilling no with no the don't tone it down that's my don't, fault don't, don't tone it down yeah yeah, yeah. we uh, won't bleep you like discovery channel it's okay all the shit that Yo, you've been through, out, all the right? shit that you've done, you know, as far as with sharks, like, what the what the fuck scares you? Does anything actually scare you? Like, I feel like you just jump in the middle of everything. Or do you like the scare? Like, is that the adrenaline you kind of like dig a little bit? Dude, um, 
I get this sort of like question, obviously, obviously yeah. a lot. I think you compartmentalize fear. And when you're in a situation like that, fear is the last thing that comes into your mind. And that's one of the reasons that if you ever swim with a white shark or do anything of the like, you'll know exactly what I mean is that nothing else exists. And it's one of the reasons that it's so incredible. It's like for that time, this animal has all your attention. This has everything. So you're literally, it's, it's incredible because for that time, you don't, you don't feel fear. You don't feel you're so caught up in this moment that none of that stuff is present. I get scared a lot after I do stuff. Like once really? I jumped in the water with some orcas, and dude only after the orca like it came to check me out like <laughs> and i also once again had a broomstick with me with <laughs> What's with the what was the broomstick it's always <laughs> the closest thing that at hand like attach a gopro to it and it was a broken broomstick it was the short so this orca is like chilling right here with me and i know this thing just massacred like a, a lot of like yeah. large white sharks him and his mate, like these two specific workers. And once it left, then I was like, oh shit, dude, now you can't see it anymore. Like, where, where is it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so a lot of the time, fear after, but you compartmentalize it. Uh, you like, yeah. you place it. And yeah, I obviously get scared, but I get scared of stupid things. <laughs> like, like what you- my, my biggest fear yeah. is a bug crawling into my ear. Like that is <laughs> that, that used no, to no. be Bring one of my on the biggest fears. shark on the planet. I'm keen for that, but dudes, a bug in my ear, I will literally like run to a wall and knock myself <laughs> unconscious so that I don't have to deal with it. Like that is my biggest all-time fear. Now you uh, know. No, I mean, I hey, do. I like when I'm laying down anywhere that's not my house. I'm like, I'm a little scared. Like something's gonna like. Crawl up, crawl me, up and like a spider, <laughs> a fucking cockroach or something. You never know, man. Yeah. Know. yeah. You see all of those videos on Instagram and stuff where they're like a doctor's pulling something out of someone's oh, yes. They have an earache and then they pull it out. There's this wow. giant like cockroach or bug. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Emily, check my ear. Check my ears. Check my ears. <laughs> Dude, exactly. And I've got long hair, bro. So it just yeah. plays in with it. Sometimes my hair will like poke inside my ear and I'm like, what, man, come look at this. I'm in trouble. Something's in my ear. It actually happened to a mate of mine and he just lived with it. I don't understand. Like, he must be crazy because he, it was in his ear for like three days. I'm like, dude, how? What? How do you exist? And he got it out with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> then, awesome. then he was like, I've got to take it anymore. I was going crazy. So at work, he just like, they had industrial. He was working in the city somewhere. <laughs> An industrial vacuum cleaner. And he just sucked whatever it was out of his head. Like, I, I wouldn't last that long, dude. I would That's immediately. It. I... Oh, for sure. Crazy. That's... He knew it was in there the whole time? Yes. Dude, Holy he said it was shit, like he could hear it walking. Like, imagine how intense that is because no. it's on your eardrum. So it's got to be no. obviously a very intense sound. Like, oh, that makes no, me bro. Like, I yeah. just, no, bro. Because I feel like it'd be crawling around somewhere else. Like, it's going to get past my ear and come out my nose or <laughs> yeah, crawl right. in my brain. Like, you're gonna go yeah. to eat something one day. It's gonna pop out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So what's your what's your end game, man, for all of this? We were talking my end game when we were talking prior to the podcast, but like, what, what's your goal? I know it's conservation, but and I and I know you have a lot of unique ways of like showcasing that to like viewers and your fans, but like, what do you? What's your goal, like, of it all? Like, what do you want to have happen? Um, bro, I end game. Firstly, there's a couple of things that I want to do. I, I really would like to use the, I can't really say fame that I have because I yeah. don't have fame. I'm like, not not that. But I want to use the, the flow of the fact that I'm able to sh- shoot these shows and get millions of views, not, not by any means by myself. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm just lucky enough to be a part of this thing. But firstly, inspire conservation and then change perspectives. You know what I mean? If you, if somebody throws down a piece of plastic in front of you and you yell at them, pick up that piece of plastic, like they'll pick it up. And then as soon as you turn your back, they'll throw it down again. But if you explain to them why they should pick up that piece of plastic and how it benefits everybody, the next time somebody else throws a piece of plastic, Maybe they'll tell them the same thing that they heard and they heard and they heard and they heard. So I would really like to cause just, I don't know if I'll be able to do it by myself, but people do change the world essentially. And I believe that if we can globally cause a shift in perspective, we can actually change a lot of things. So that and what I also really want to do, something that I want to get started on is take a bunch of fans, start taking people that are hardcore Shark Week fans, because Shark Week is huge in America. Mm. And I know I know it's huge. Dude, I'm nobody in South Africa. Like, we don't have Shark Week here. So it's actually quite cool. Like, I really yeah, like 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 it's just not a big thing there or it's just no, we don't like we don't really have Shark Week like. Or you, what do you mean? My shows will air like a few years. Maybe they'll be on Discovery, but we don't have. So that's quite cool. But I know it's very, very big in some countries, especially in the States. And some people like take off work for it. And I want to I wanna start and I'm working on a couple of ideas, like taking those people and just showing them sharks. So yeah, I've got a couple yeah. of ideas on how to do it. Maybe like do a crowdfunding thing where everybody and then like, but just taking some of the fans and just calling them up and say like, dude, you love Shark Week. I want to take you on an adventure. Come shoot a docky with us or just be present with us or we're going diving. So that is something that I, before changing the whole world, that yeah. first I want to accomplish that because... Yeah, that's a cool idea, man. I think truly... I am so lucky to do what I would do and I don't take it for granted. I appreciate it every day, but I truly believe like you can change people's life forever doing something like that. And it's actually so easy and so simple. So that is a current goal that I, that I really want to work on. And then obviously conservation brew, like um, eat, sleep at the moment, sharks are in trouble, not just sharks, but, earth marine conservation there's a lot of stuff but if i start going down that rabbit hole um will be here till tomorrow and there's a bunch of negative stuff so i'm gonna try and keep it positive obviously all of us know change needs to occur we all know that the ocean is in trouble but it's not just the ocean people are in trouble like so a massive shift needs to occur but i don't want to go into the details of 
why and how and all yeah. that stuff. We all know. I mean, to piggyback off that though, because um, I, I mean, I was shocked. Like, and I'm sure you guys have all seen the like the articles about like what COVID hit. People were stop- they were staying home. They weren't driving that much. Mm-hmm. Pollution was down. Water was getting clear. So it, I felt like that was an opportunity, like for people to like, hey, look, like if you don't believe in right. climate change or if you don't believe in pollution or whatever the hell you don't believe in like look at what this did to the the environment just by us like not driving out all the time or not commuting all the time and all that so like to piggy off of that and and i'm fine with going negative because i i i wish because most of our listeners are from florida so we're we're around beaches all the time time. and we we know how much that impacts our economy and our environment but like what are like some mis conceived like perceptions or what however you want to say it but like perceptions on sharks or the wildlife that maybe shark week hasn't explained or said that you kind of like thought like hey man like these are some things shark week say but like there's some there's these things too as well like are does does that exist um so i've i've been badgering (laughs) i've been badgering bothering the oaks for years to try and try and put and i understand how how shows work on shark week but i've been badgering the oaks to put in like conservation as well but nobody wants a bummer in their story but at least just like be like this is what we can do like what i told you guys in the beginning when we started off like what i've seen in a 10 year span 2020 now in 2010 seeing 18 20 white sharks in a four hour period to now seeing one every four months like dude that's insane that's seriously hectic like people don't really like it happens that fast yeah it happens it really happens that fast and something as small i can give you guys an example something as small as we've got a lot of abalone poaching abalone is like a shellfish and the asians believe it's also an aphrodisiac so we've got a lot of poaching there and kelp yeah. you guys know what kelp is like yeah, yeah. seaweed mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. this is how one thing impacts another thing so there's a lot of abalone poaching abalone eats the smaller kelp and it also the kelp takes up the spot or the abalone takes up the spot on the rocks where the kelp grows but now there's no more abalone so the kelp which grows the leaves grow a couple of centimeters a day or kelp um, has taken over so much that it's changed the entire ecosystem and sharks can't go in where they used to be able to go in. So it's adapted, it's changed literally. So from taking out a shellfish on the one end, too much of that, it's changed an ecosystem where it even affects the apex predators like the sharks and the whales because right. now there's just an incredible abundance of kelp. So, dude, being mindful of... And I know, I know you guys have got to obviously have seen the jokes about like, why do turtles obviously have straws in their noses all the time? Like I've seen a couple of memes about that, but I personally have found like three or four turtles with straws in their nose that stuff like that is, is real. It's, it's, it's based on, it's based on, on real things. Yeah. That's, Um, That's super sad. But I mean, like you said, like people don't think about how one thing goes into the next thing, you know, and that, like domino. Effect, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you start, yeah, you start on all, one thing, even oh, the this trash that you throw, whatever, you know, and then, even the trash that you throw into like here. So 
my dad, I told you guys, he's like conservation OG. Um, we have a storm drain project in our in our town that he started up where we put nets around all the drains running into the ocean from like the town. So it catches yeah. everything. Dude, as soon as there's a bit of rain, you have no idea those things fill up like that. And all the plastic coming from like your towns mm -hmm. are going into the ocean. As I said, I don't want to be a bummer and I don't want to focus on the negative stuff. But I always think it is nice to mention. And you asked me to mention some stuff we don't talk about, but it's it's the stuff that it's just like the we all stuff. know. But somebody has to really remind you again, yeah. like, dude, this is still relevant. If we yeah. all just do the basics... Like we can adapt to change. We don't have to have this new radical thing. It's the basics, bro. Yeah. Properly dispose of your plastic and then you're all ma already making a super big difference. Yeah. Don't take, don't always take straws. Like when I was in Southeast Asia, those people just like chuck. Whenever you get a drink, they chuck five straws. I'm one person, bro. I'm not going <laughs> to share my drink with five people. Because yeah. I like this drink. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I respect that, man. Um, I think the straw thing, people like, I think one side of it, I get it. Like, people are like, I want my old straws back. It's just like, how much is a cardboard straw really going to fucking it's hurt not. you? Like, just, yeah. like, I just think some people pick battles and they just want to argue with people. Um, and other people actually understand the, the positive effects it'll have. Um, I'm a huge turtle lover, bro. Like, I when I went to, I, we chose my honeymoon to go to Hawaii for the turtles out there because like we they they'll nest in florida and they'll drop the eggs and you might see them and, and hatch but like the size of those turtles in hawaii i was not i was not ready for that i didn't know they were going to be that big and in my face man so like i was all on board on just whatever we can do to help turtles out i i get it man i totally get it it's incredible how large they get eh? and how old they get like yeah. it's incredible to see them same with manta rays they're also yeah. getting incredibly large and those large white sharks as well like once you see those animals demand so much respect man that's yeah, why i bro. love to be able to see things like that dude like when you see something that's cruised the ocean for how many years like a, yeah a while back a mate of mine like we heard there was a super pot of humpbacks feeding off the west coast of southern africa like here yeah. And yeah. we immediately were like, dude, this is not humpback season. We want to go check it out. So we take our boat and we find like 150 humpback whales. It's incredible. They're like porpoising wow. next to the boat like seals. With. And we also, we're in the water and we find this, this sunfish, dude, that's as big as our boat. I've never seen what? something that large. Dude, incredible. And this dude doesn't, I think we called him Barry. And he just came to chill with us, bro. And then we like... A lot of the time they're skittish and then I just wondered like he became our friend like I high-fived him and everything like he would just cruise with us <laughs> and also encounters like that oh if you wanted me to mention something like dude animals have every animal has a personality like animals have incredible personalities you do get like this one whale out of all these whales that just like comes to talk to the boat like obviously he's different than all the other whales like he's yeah. just like what up what up yeah. bro? i want to try and communicate with you <laughs> and it was apparent in in that it's like these old school leviathans that have been cruising the the oceans like there's stuff in the ocean that's hundreds of years old they found a bowhead whale with a piece of harpoon in it dating 200 years ago like what? dude what 
Like that's crazy, right? Holy that is shit. crazy. That's crazy. We uh we had this uh this python hunter um and he was huge in conservation. He said the same thing that snakes have like kind of personalities and and, and stuff like that too. So like they, like I, I mean, I always assume they do. I'm a huge like dog lover. Dogs obviously have personalities, but I've never seen it like like a stingray or a whale. I mean, I've seen free willy and stuff, Isn't but I there, never would have, like. There's perceived. a documentary going on right now. I think uh, about a guy and this uh, octopus, where he started going down like looking for something particular. Oh, my octopus teacher. Yeah, man, it's yeah. out on Netflix now. That's like in my hood, man. I I actually know some of the people that film. I don't know the guy personally, but one of my good friends that I've shot with for Shark Week actually did yeah. some of the footage on that. That's really cool. I have to say I haven't seen it myself, yeah. which I should have. I I yeah. definitely should have watched it. I've been been quite busy i'll actually do that later like i need yeah. to watch that but i've heard it's incredibly cool like this guy filming this octopus following its entire life cycle getting to know it watching yeah, they, it they get like chased friends. by stuff like yeah they they become mates and this octopus later on gets to know him and stuff yeah. that so i also want to watch it i know i know that's, about it that's super um cool. all right so i gotta ask this question um uh, before like we let you go and stuff like that, and we'll talk a little bit more. But I've had I pulled this "Would you rather" question like a year ago, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and so I have to let me find it real quick. Two things before we get going, Jay. Yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, with the ghost cage or with the ghost cage, you fucked up your hand pretty good. And here you are again. Show everybody your hand. Oh, dude, I heal like crazy. Like, my I mean, hand's like this guy. a lot better now than than it was a week ago when I sent you that pic. Yo, you like, saved the how, baby from, from a when fire. When I sent you that pic to yeah. now, it's healed. Look how it heals. I, I somehow heal like crazy. I sent that picture to the boys, and I was like, hey, man, he's definitely interested, but uh, he's saving babies in fires. And and they're mm -hmm. like, what? And I was like, look at his hand. Your hand was destroyed, <laughs> bro. Like, Yeah, dude. So that... that that baby was trying to kill that fire, and I had to put it. I yeah. had to put a stop to it. I pre <laughs> we appreciate it. I'm sure the mom appreciated that a lot. Yeah, right. yeah, man, for uh, sure, for sure. What was your other question, Kev? Oh, uh, mainly the when I was a kid, uh, one thing that got me most interested in sharks, uh, very young at, at age, my parents gave me National Geographic magazine or National Geographic books, and in one of the books was this giant fucking jaw of a basking shark. Have you ever seen one of those? Yes. And, they, and what's they it like? Incredibly, like? They get incredibly large. I mean, wow. They're, but they're, they're like harmless. Yeah. They're, that's what I, that's what I so, thought. Is it so almost like a chill. whale shark? Like it's like, yes. You very, don't even have to worry very, about it. Very, very similar to a whale shark. But they get huge, dude. It's just, it's an intimidating presence being in like seeing something yeah. that large and they're also so chilled it's so cool damn that's a cool man uh yeah, yeah basking sharks that, but dude, I was like, Holy the same shit. dude i saw a photo uh, i was actually chilling with my mom a couple of days ago and she pulled out the album with all like the the photos remember when you still used to develop photos and she pulled out the yeah. album and in our town back in the day we were this is before i was even born they caught like a white shark and dude no matter how big those basking sharks jaw was they, that white shark jaw that they got from that shark was as big like dude what? it is it's for me it's incredibly sad like dude all the biggest and coolest stuff 
we as the human race like fuck, wiped out. we killed man we wiped it out like even with the whaling like what i told you guys about how old that that bowhead whale got like right. dude in the whaling days they took out like fuck man animals that have been cruising the ocean for over a hundred years like these ancient super huge stuff that's the things that human would go for first and the animals have no have no chance no I mean, chance dude, yeah. if you're shooting it with a harpoon yeah and it's also like dude i could imagine how big white sharks were back in the day like the biggest biggest white sharks i'm sure i'm sure we killed like the biggest yeah biggest white sharks that we could because it's also a status symbol not necessarily killing it for food or for fins or whatever you get these asshole trophy hunter type dudes like have somebody have a lion tied fucking down and then they shoot the lion and then they think they accomplished something like dude the we the earth doesn't need people like that like dude 100 not at all but it's the same with sharks bro like you want to say those people want to say i killed a white shark i caught a white shark and dude, so a lot of our super mega sharks got killed in that way, yeah. sadly. I'm yeah. cool if we grab like those guys that want to kill a lion and go on that. I'm cool if we say, yeah, you can do that if you want. But right afterwards, what we're going to do is get a team alliance and they get to do the same thing with you. So yeah. and you get yeah. to remove the gun. <laughs> if you want to play like uh, Mother Nature and go kill this lion with a fucking giant gun. I'm cool with letting that lion come after you with a weapon as well. I mean, if we can get a, if we can somehow have the lion hold a goddamn shotgun and shoot you, man. I mean, like yeah, all I'm saying dude, is no, like, go old school, bro. Yeah. Like lock them up with that lion with yeah. like, like nothing but a little bear grills knife and like yeah, and that, that should make you feel like a real anyway. man. Like that that'll, that'll yeah, do dude. it. Um, so the would you rather I have, and I know we just talked about violence against animals. So this is obviously a hypothetical. Nobody should do this. But I had pulled this for Kevin a long time ago because we were talking about sharks and, and all kinds of stuff. And since you're mm. here, I feel like you will have the best answer for this. Um, it's crazy, and it blew up on Reddit a long time ago. I think it was like four years ago. So the question is, and I have details about the question later too. So would okay. you rather fight a shark out in the ocean with a handgun or fight a bear on land with a bow and arrow? So the hypothetical is each animal will be actively trying to kill you and won't be easily frightened. The bear was trapped in a trapped with you in a cave, and in the shark situation, uh, it's at night um, in open water. I don't think you stand a chance in either situation. Oh yeah, you're dead. You're dead no matter what. That's a that's that's a lose lose. Like. Can I take the handgun to shoot myself in my head? <laughs> the shark with the handgun so I can shoot myself in the face like, and spare yeah. myself the trouble of getting munched by a shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I That's... think it would be difficult shooting yourself in the face with a bow and arrow. Because like, yeah. <laughs> you're losing both of those fights most most likely, yeah. unless you're like Leonardo DiCaprio or some shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> Touché. <Touché. laughs> Um, all right, so you yeah, take so the, gun. the handgun to shoot myself in the face that's because I, I don't think that's going that's going well either way. I like it. You stay true to your passion and, and your mo, man, because you're like I don't want to kill the sharks. Sharks are friendly, so fuck it, I'll kill myself. I'll take one for the team. Yeah, dude, I, I I've met like quite a few people, obviously in the line of work that I'm in, that have been pretty badly bitten by yeah. sharks. Like, dude, have like you ever one been of bitten? My mates, that's one thing we didn't ask. Dude, uh, no, no, I've, I've 
like I have scars from shark teeth, but that's just me putting myself in stupid situations. I've yeah. never had a shark like actively try to like attack me or anything like that. Never, dude. Sharks are actually super chilled. If they weren't, I wouldn't be here. Like and I and I am a walking testament to actually just being like, guys, dude, sharks are not out there to kill you. But dude, I know I've got quite a few friends that love sharks and are sharks ad- advocates that have been fucked up by yeah. sharks like like dude my one friend i was shooting a documentary with a new zealand super chilled guy i remember one day he never even told me about it dude we're filming sharks white sharks mad it's new zealand and he takes off his wetsuit dude and he's a tall guy and his whole body is just Holy like one shit. big bite and i'm like oh snap like what and dude all these tell. people dude and that's what you said nana like i don't these people are still advocates for yeah. sharks. It's not like they turned around and said, like, now kill all the sharks or whatever. They understand. And I think people need to understand that as well. Like these shark nets and all that stuff. We're in their territory. Yeah. I think we should take those shark nets away altogether. Like when you go on a safari, right? And you get out of your car and you get chowed by the lion. It's your fault. Yeah. But now 100%. when you, or if you're swimming in a river somewhere in Africa and you get chowed by a crocodile, it's your fault because you know there's crocodiles. But now people go into the ocean and occasionally get misidentified or bitten by a shark. And then everybody's like, the sharks are killers. It's the shark's yeah. fault. Why is it? It's your fault, bro. Yeah. It's, you, you run a risk. Um, and oftentimes when surfers get bitten, it's also a mistaken identity. I mean, obviously... I don't believe it always is, and I'm the only guy that will say that, but dude, if a shark comes off a nine-month migration from swimming from fucking Australia to South Africa, and he and he's hungry, like, occasionally, Especially I'm sure when all they is, do. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I should be saying this online, but dude, we have to be realists as well, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You are real. But 99.9% of the time, it's a surfing situation. The sharks are cruising shallow. They can sense that there's something there. They don't have hands. They can't, like, they can sense that there's something there moving through the waves. So, dude, how do they taste? And that's why most people will survive a shark bite because it's a test why the shark will bite. And most of the time, luckily for the humans, the shark will swim off. Yeah. But imagine a four meter white shark, dude, if that thing bites you, even if it swims away, dude. It's you. It's a lot of damage. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, you're sure. you're sure. pretty much, dude. If you don't lie from blood loss or shock, like I don't even know. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. I gotta ask Kevin before you answer the would you rather, um, because I gotta know because you said you haven't actually been bitten by a shark or something like that. Like, how many hours have you spent in the water, r- roughly? Like to show how like crazy of a stat that is that you play around with these sharks, you you do crazy things with the sharks, and yet you still haven't like gotten that bite like how many hours do you think you put in there dude i've i've i have a lot of diving under my under my belt i've been diving since i was four dude so i've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in the water i mean i i breathe i i called a mate of mine before this cast now and they haven't been waves for a while and i'm like dude my body is literally getting withdrawals from it's drying if up. I if I don't go into the ocean. So dude, thousands of hours and yeah. also working so much with sharks, not only filming sharks, but also 
diving with all types of animals, you know, working with all types of animals. None of them seem to have this malicious thing. I, I once got bitten by this asshole seal that bit straight through my arm, but I could understand, like, I was running at him. He was on an <laughs> island, um, and he had a net around him, and he's huge, bro. The, the cave fur seals here get 350 kgs. They get, they get massive, the males. But, dude, for three weeks... The government won't allow us to do it, but I'm like, dude, I drive a boat past there every day and you see this thing dying of hunger because it's got this net around it. And so one day I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm going to go cut this net off. And luckily this thing was weak. Otherwise it would have killed me. So I'm like this little dude running at it with a knife. So obviously it bit me. That's why it bit me. But I still think it's an asshole because I was <laughs> trying to help. It. But so Aura, while watching, I can tell you guys a story. It's actually funny. So... I, you know, those life-saving paracord bracelets that actually yeah. saved my life that day because I'm running to the seal and as I grab it, it bites straight through my arm on the one side and the other tooth gets trapped in that like paracord bracelet. So I didn't use it to save my life with the paracord, but it saved me because then it couldn't lock in and twist. It was right. only one tooth. So I... Boom, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Knock it out. It gives me just enough time to get on this thing's back. And now the whale boat with like tourists are coming to look at the seals. But meanwhile, I'm like riding this thing like a horse <laughs> on the island, trying to get it down and cutting this thing. And I remember at the end of it, both of us were just like lying there. I, I had this stupid little knife, but I got the net off. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's, awesome. It's just, dude, there's no shortage of fur seals, but. There's a way in which you kill things as well, which I like, or not in which you kill things. It's a way things die. Like you can't watch something starve. Like that's rough. Yeah. That's, right. that, that's, that's rough to me. Like, so even though are South African, they're not going to watch this podcast, man. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, so even though they say, say we can't do it or whatever, if you're watching, they're not the ones watching something slowly start to death yeah. at the end, end of the day so i was successful there yeah there you go. but he was still an asshole for biting me i'm like dude i'm trying to help <laughs> and how many people in the world have taken a little ride on a fur seal anyways you know it's gotta be one of <laughs> yeah, the only dude. one and i'm just like dude afterwards so the whale boat's there and my arm is bleeding out like dude i i move my fingers and i see my tendons like this but i can't really go anywhere because now i have to hide because they can't really point and like that's one of our crew members just like running around on the island full of seals. So I like while this is happening, I just have to hide until they leave and then I could eventually get off the island back to my little boat. Holy <laughs> shit, man. That's crazy. That's Kevin, you got you got day. an answer for would you rather, bro? Like are you fighting uh, the shark, man? No, nah, hell no, man. <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll try with the bear, but I, like like he said, I don't think I'm gonna be successful either way. Yo, I uh, I just know like, I might try the bow to the to the neck, you know. For me, <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like you know it might shoot, be a you know shoot it up in the air and just say, yeah. I right, let's see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, Dude, well, you don't necessarily need to like you can do some Legolas shit, like yeah. Lord of the Rings Legolas shit, and just yeah. stab stab. Yeah, yeah. Or you can stab yourself with the arrow. I'm just not or a great swimmer. Or would you swimmer. take your chances with the bear? I don't necessarily like 
why is this bear so pissed at me in the I first place? You <laughs> sound like I our do, buddy bro? Chase. Chase <laughs> always asks the follow-up question. Where he's like, well, why is he mad at me? Like, why did I mad? do something <laughs> to promote this? This changes my answer. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're because pissed on the guy. Because if he's just mad at me for nothing, I might go toe-to-toe with this bear. I'm <laughs> yeah, go, bro. Yeah, like, I chose. You're, you're pissed off at absolutely nothing. I'm not gonna sacrifice myself because you have a complex like <laughs> running about your brain. Like, let's let's fight, bro. Let's fight. Let's, let's go. Get, let's get this over. Let's with. get this Come over on. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I was taking the bear only because I can't. I I might be able to run around him. Like, I might be able to do yeah, something. Exactly. I can't do anything with swimming. I can't dive, dart. Uh, like, I, there's nothing dude, I can do. I'm not moving. And this is such a misconception. No one can. Yeah. Like I always tell people. People always. This is a question. Obviously, I get so much is what do you do if a shark attacks you dude people obviously say fucking punch it in that dude there is literally nothing yeah. you can do if, they if want a shark to decides that it wants to it's by mercy that they don't yeah. like go for us because if that shark decides like dude there's literally nothing you can do mm. so that get in out itself of the water, is it. such a powerful statement yeah. like if it's it's and people always say, like, should I swim away? Should I lie still or whatever? If the shark decides, if a shark decides that it wants to eat you, it'll eat you. Yeah. I think you're in the water. You're, there's nothing you can do, man. Damn. Damn. Uh, um, like Your chances are better with a bear <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I think anything out of the water, you're better off. Like you said, man. Like, yeah. it's just, that's crazy, man. Um, so before, like, before we wrap it up and stuff like that, man, is there like, like, what are you, what's your like next project, man? Cause I know that we talked about a few yesterday and I know we can't talk about some of them, which are incredibly awesome, by the way. I hope it all works out. Well, and I know everyone's I like, I need those stickers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to get your address and I'm going to send you all this stuff, uh, a little goodie awesome. pack, uh, package, but like, what are some projects you got going on in the future that, that might actually, um, I don't either hit TV, hit YouTube, or hit whatever you want to say, like for Dude, people. Well, so how I work is I always come up with questions that I want to answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to tell you guys too much because you guys will see. I think we're going to have a busy 2021. Nice. Awesome. Um, Cause I've got a couple of questions that I want to answer and I always answer them in radical ways. And I've got some cool ideas, but one thing that I can tell you guys that I will actively work on, and this is something that I feel really passionate about is, I want to somehow find a way to start taking fans, yeah. like true people, like making people's dream comes, dreams come true by just letting them join, man. Yeah. It's, it, it can't be that difficult. So I'm, that is something that I really want to focus on now. I've got a couple of cool shows lined up and a cool inventions that I, I hope like, dude, I never get a chance to test these things before the foam crews come or yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm just always like, that sounds like a good idea, theoretically. And then sometimes it sinks when I put it into the water and then I've got like 24 hours to make it work. And so it's always crazy. But I've got some some cool stuff with questions that I want to answer. I don't want to go too deep into yeah. that. But dude, really taking some fans out there. And Kevin and Jason, like you guys will, will definitely keep yeah. in touch. And I want to... Kevin, especially you, man. I, I know you really uh, dig sharks, yeah. so we'll definitely get Hell you done. Yeah. But, dude, like, you really like sharks, so it would change your life. Yeah. And there's thousands 100%. of people like you. And it would be a story that they can tell forever. And it's such a simple, simple act, really. So I'm trying to figure out a way to make this dream come true for a lot of people. What yeah, I, my, my dream yeah. is just, it's not... 
a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, to be, you know, like next to such a crazy predator like that, just to be in the presence of, you know, such a, uh, such a beautiful creature like that, you know, and the fact that it's so massive and, you know, I, that's like, I, Dude, I, I think about I, it all the time. I've literally, and, and I'm not joking when I say this, I've had reoccurring dreams about me being in a shark cage like just as the what? big shark passes by, and these are know? dreams, not nightmares, right? Like these are just like no, this, this is, is a dream. good, this this is a is good dream. I, want. Dreams, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, those type of dreams where you wake up and you're like, "Damn, why did I? Wake? Yeah, why, why did, did I, I wake up? Wake up? Let's go back to sleep. Go back yeah. to sleep." Yeah. Dude, sometimes you do tap into that same dream. Have you guys had that? Yeah. Am oh, I yeah, the only sure. one that has had that? Like sometimes you go back to sleep and then you like continue on oh, yeah, the dream yeah. that you just had. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like or worse. It happens with nightmares as well, which is pretty good. Yeah, but that, at that time, those are the worst ones, bro. When you're like, please don't go back. Like think like cookies, happiness, like I don't know, <laughs> sex, and then it's like this is what I'm thinking about, and then I'm right back into the nightmare. I'm like, son of a bitch, yeah, dude. And if that happens the second time, I'm up. I'm like, dude, I'm yeah, I'm out. I don't want to deal with this. What I mean. Yeah. But um, yo, bro, what I have to say about that is you'll see when once you confront the shark, it's exactly like that, dude. It's a fierce elegance. They're so they demand so much respect and you're basically in awe when you see them. A lot of people come to us here in South Africa with the shark cage diving. Thousands of people, dude, thousands of people where they come with this fear of sharks and they leave with just this respect for it. No longer a fear because You'll see there's nothing to fear. These animals just demand their own type of respect. and For sure. You know? That's awesome. So, everybody, guys, Google Dickie Chevelle. Just Google just it. Google. Put it yeah. on Instagram. Put it on YouTube. That's all you have to do, and I promise you this badass will pop up like a mofo. <laughs> It'll be all over. Just watch some of them. He has, there's a badass clip that someone put together in 2018 where it's like best of uh, Dickie Chevelle. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was fun, man. It was. Like, yeah, we, we've, we've, we've talked about how badass you are and crazy you are, but you are an intelligent and you're doing awesome shit, man. And I know you're incredibly busy. Uh, you're flying out like in a couple days, you're all over the country. So I know Kevin and I appreciate the shit out of you taking the time and spending like the hour with us, dude. Dude, I, I really appreciate the fact that you had me on. As I said, this was my first podcast. My podcast, Jenny is now broken. You better to do it within you guys. You guys made me feel so comfortable and I'm, I'm nervous about about stuff like this. I, I never yeah. do stuff like this. So I really just want to say from my side, thank you guys very much for allowing me to come on. And I hope it's a good podcast. I oh, I don't yeah, really bro. know what to gauge it on, but I, I hope it's entertaining for everybody. And I hope you guys learn, maybe learn a little something or just enjoy it. So thank you. Thank you guys, dude. It's awesome. For sure. Thanks, dude, man. I appreciate no, it, bro. Thank you. So thanks so much, Dickie. Like we said on the interview, go follow Dickie Chevelle either on Instagram, YouTube, or just watch him on the Discovery Channel. Follow his adventures. The dude is trying to do great things for the planet, for for wildlife, for yes. for sharks. So um, please go do that. The dude was awesome, man. And on that note, it's bracket time. It's, it's bracket, bracket time, time, baby. Get excited. Chase, man, you got the dock up? Yeah, I do. <laughs> introduce this bracket. Got a dock up. <laughs> Say that one more time. You got a dock up.
You got the dog. Got. I'm not gonna do that. That's bad. That's a bad British accent. <laughs> I'm not even gonna start. Truly terrible. Slapping the bass. Slapping the, slap the bass, man. I kind of want you to do that awful British accent I, I or whatever feel... the hell that was for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I don't want to no, do that. Don't do no. that. All right, okay. so we got our '90s video game brackets. So we're going off of four criteria, four, and we're going off just that criteria. We're not going off everybody else's crazy criteria we came up with this together as a group as as a manly group that we are uh so (laughs) was it ahead of its time addiction level Mm -hmm. gameplay and does it stand the test of time those are the four criteria that we are going off of uh and i hope that you know voters out there are also going off that so this week we have number nine tony hawk versus number 24 banjo kazooie and number eight donkey kong country versus number 25 diablo uh are we gonna play chris's first uh we will play chris's in between i'll play it right after kev like if kev goes first all right then let's start with diablo versus donkey kong country and let's start with jason oh you son of a bitch if Kels um, goes first, that's fine. <laughs> dude, I'm pulling up the bracket now so I can just visualize the, visualize this one. And which one are we going first? Uh, which one's Donkey going Donkey first? Kong Donkey Country Kong versus, Country versus Diablo. Diablo. We talked about it last time. I'm going to lose this uh, bet, uh, Kevin. Ke- I mean, I don't even know if it was actually technically a bet, but we I gave you shit saying that, that Diablo was definitely going to kick its ass. I was dead wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I'll explain the social media after we vote. But I'm a fan of Diablo. Donkey Kong Country, man, I honestly... It, and I know other games copied it, um, but it just felt like a really cheap version of Mario. I was never really into it. Like, it got really boring quick, where Mario wasn't. So I don't know why I got bored with it quick. Diddy was kind of cool, man. A little monkey that you can switch back and forth, man. Break some walls, eat some bananas. I just got bored with it. Diablo was cool as fuck. Like, if you played it on PC, it was scary. You can, like, build your characters. It was like an RPG that's better than Final Fantasy. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe it's not an RPG. I don't know what it's really. Dis- I'm pretty. You sure already it's said an RPG. it. Is it RPG? I think so. It's like a. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, just I'm not as sure like it's... Final Fantasy RPG. I know there's just like a difference, and I feel like gamers it's like World right now of Warcraft. listening. Yeah, I feel like listeners now are like cringing, like this asshole. Like there's <laughs> like, terminology for this. Uh, These are the guys. But, um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, all of them. I- I'm just gonna fucking just say Diablo one. That's it. That's, I'm not gonna go for all of them. For all of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stand the test of time. There, it's pretty much like it. It's like a little bit over. Like if Diablo or Donkey Kong beat like a few of them, it's a little bit over. But like for the whole like just fun of playing it, it's Diablo, and it's just overwhelming, overwhelmingly Diablo. Kev, for me, I thought that Donkey Kong Country was super fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it was one of those games uh, that I got addicted to. Obviously, you know, with Diddy, you know, that that whole aspect, you know, only enhanced it. Um, but <clears throat> was it ahead of its time? I'd say it was slightly ahead of its time, maybe. Donkey Kong? Uh, possibly. Well, ahead of uh, what time? Every other game has done it before it. No, you're thinking Mario. It doesn't just go back and forth like that, man. It's like, you know, you, it's it's kind of three D ish too. You know, it's a there's a lot more to it than that. Okay, 
Okay. Donkey Kong, you you move around in a world. It's not just you go left in a and world. You, you don't go left and right the whole time. Yeah. Hello. Yes, you and do. Don- Donkey Kong Country is a little bit different. Yes, yes, but it's not like you're not doing like going around the world. Yeah, you can go up a rope sometimes. You can get shot off a rocket, but you do similar things with Mario and stuff. Go down the tube. You can go up. Like it's not. Like I get it, but it's not as three D as you're saying it is. Like, but there is three. There is three D parts of it for sure. I played it last night. What? Give me an example of three D because your three D and my three D are two uh, like an open world ish. Then it's not just like left and right. Are you talking about the in betweens the levels? Don't worry about what I'm talking about. All I'm I saying, am worried about. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. if we're on the same page. If well, you're that, about I'm that, saying that that's a, that's ahead of its time. Then. Super Mario World had that. We're not talking about Super Mario World. We're talking about ahead of its time, and so if it's not ahead of its time, like other games it was before it is. Am I not wrong when I I'm comparing this this criteria? I mean, you're not wrong when you're saying uh, using the reference of is it ahead of its time if another game did it. And and I said that it's, it's really slightly ahead of, ahead of its time. I didn't say. Yeah. Oh my God! This is way <laughs> ahead of its fucking time. I'm just saying I want to know what game I'm it's ahead of because I can I can it's, figure it's I can name like three games. That's, the that's, games that but were before it. But that's you're wrong then. <laughs> if Super Mario World came out before Diddy Kong, right, or a, a Donkey Kong Country, yes. So then, no, you were wrong. It is not before ahead of its time because it's the same game. One it's has not, bananas and one has fucking coins. It's the same game. Just boring. I've interrupted your entire vote, and I do apologize. <laughs> Bro, I'm just glad that for once it's not me interrupting someone. It's yeah. awesome. Is Sorry. this what you get to do every episode, Jason? It's you wonderful. I'm, I feel yeah. like I'm on like a pedestal looking down on you guys and like, yes, you fucking losers. I'm just sorry, argue. Kevin. I'm shutting my mouth, zipping it. <laughs> yes. Uh, addiction level, uh, I would say probably Diablo wins addiction level. Um a little more in depth you know so you're not just doing the same thing over and over and over uh gameplay i'll say i mean i think they're pretty equal gameplay wise i know these pc guys are gonna shit all over me i don't give a fuck (laughs) um doesn't stand the test of time i don't think either one of them are worth a fuck uh donkey kong country was fun uh doesn't stand the test of time like i went back and played it is, I mean, it wasn't like, man, this is really a kick-ass game, you know? It yeah. was fun at the time, but, you know, that's what it was. All right. Um, so, yeah, so Donkey, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong? So, Donkey Kong. Okay. Oh, man, that was great. I really enjoyed Fuck watching you, bro. you argue over this. <laughs> it was great. Um, so, my turn. Wrong. Uh, Everything you said. <laughs> Everything <laughs> you're saying. I only said uh, one thing. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Uh, was ahead of its time. Uh, that one's going to go to Diablo. Uh, I have to agree with Jay here in the sense that Donkey Kong Country is cool and all, but like it wasn't revolutionary. Not that Diablo was revolutionary per se, but like it's definitely more like original and like more kind of like ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Addiction level. I'm going to go ahead and like just tell you for me it's easily Donkey Kong Country but that's because like at school at the end of the day I specifically remember we had a Super Nintendo just or a, a SNES as Jason calls it right yeah. um just and so like at the end of the day there's always like 
20 minutes in, I can't remember what grade I was in, but like 20 minutes where like you go to homeroom or something to like finish out the day. And the teacher would always just let us play uh, Super Nintendo. And they only had like two games. And one of them was Donkey Kong Country. And we just sat there and played it every single day for that last like 20 minutes. Like we would just like rotate. There was like five of us that actually cared about playing video games. How long did you uh, play? Like two minutes a piece? Like- no, no, no. It's just like it's your day to get to play. Oh, and everyone watches. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I mean, dude, I, it was awesome. Like, so I have really fond memories. Whereas Diablo, I really only played it when I would go to one specific friend's house. He loved Diablo and I'd come over. He's like, bro, you want to play some Diablo? I'm like, all right, man. (laughs) Why did you Uh, say like he's a drug dealer? No, bro. You want some, you want some Diablo? Hey man, you want to play some Diablo? (laughs) Maybe he was, maybe this was last week. I don't know. (laughs) Um, anyways, so like, I definitely have more fond, like memories of Donkey Kong country. So the addiction level for me, goes to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to Donkey Kong Country. Gameplay. I mean, Diablo is probably the better gameplay one. Because um, Donkey Kong Country, it's not like a lot of different like options, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like jump, run. Like Whereas Diablo, it's like, I cast my spell. I mean, you know, it's just a bunch of like crazy stuff you can do that yeah. you can't really do with Donkey Kong Country. Um, and does it stand the test of time? For me, again, it's probably the nostalgia thing, but yeah. I got to go with Donkey Kong Country. And so Donkey Kong Country wins. I don't think it's like the best game ever. Uh, Diablo is probably a better overall game, but I mean, at the end of the day, going off the criteria for me personally is Donkey Kong Country. See, I respect Chase's so. answer. Like, that's believe. Like, I, I respect that. That's a good answer. <laughs> Kevin's answer is fucking like out, out of like left field, just fucking fondling his balls, not knowing what he's talking about. Fondling my to, balls. Well, to be fair, Kevin, I was looking at you and I saw you kind of going like this. You so. were like you. I was like, I don't I, know what he's talking about. It's, it's <laughs> very weird. Um, about me right. and my balls, okay. So, uh, so before I dive into social media and their votes, let's listen to a fun fact by Chris right now. Chris. I don't remember this. DK. Go and get them Bro, bananas, donkey. Go. On. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Chris. I'm back. Number eight, Donkey Kong Country against number 24, Diablo. Donkey Kong Country made its debut November 21st, 1994. Diablo dropped New Year's Eve, 1996. Ooh. And my quick fact for this week is, uh, this was interesting. I had no idea about this. Universal Pictures, apparently back in the day, tried to sue Nintendo over Donkey Kong's similarity to King Kong. Huh. Unfortunately for Universal, they lost the suit and had to pay all of Nintendo's legal fees when it was actually discovered they didn't own any rights to King Kong. It become a public domain. (laughs) Wow, Universal. So think about it. Universal could have won. You might not have any Nintendo. Definitely no Donkey Kong. So good thing Universal fucked up there and did not realize they didn't even own the rights to King Kong. (laughs) So with that being said, let's get into this matchup. This one, this was a good matchup. Um. Took me way back in the day. Was it ahead of its time? Looking at these two games, I took Diablo. I mean, both games are pretty awesome back in the day, but I just remember the first time playing Diablo going, holy shit. Like, this is pretty wild. I mean, I was never big playing computer games back in the day, and I remember Diablo was one of the first ones I got into, and I was like, damn, this, this shit's pretty cool. Donkey Kong, big fan. Also a bit, but just not on the level of Diablo. Addiction level for me, I gave this one shockingly, shockingly to Donkey Kong. I myself personally was much more addicted to Donkey Kong than Diablo. 
at first it would have been Diablo, but I mean, as I played on, you know, I just, Diablo is a cool game. I just never stayed with it. Whereas Donkey Kong, I mean, I could play that shit on repeat over and over easily. So no issues there. Donkey Kong gameplay. This one, I went Diablo. To me, they're both, again, gameplay seems to be my closest one. They're both easy to pick up and play. It's just different. Diablo gives you more freedom and more to do. Donkey Kong, like I said, you just go through the levels, collect his bananas, make him happy. I took Diablo for the gameplay. Excuse me. And does it take the test of time? Which one in 2021 am I going to pick up and go, man, do I still love it as I did as a kid? Would I think kids want to play it now? I mean, some might look at it as an upset. They might think Diablo's seated, you know, too low. I'm taking Donkey Kong. To me, stands the test of time. I still like Donkey Kong. Again, Donkey Kong, just like Tony Hawk before. If I had Donkey Kong, I'd be playing it. Diablo, again, I played it, got into it for a bit, but I just wasn't big on the computer games. So me, Diablo, bye. Donkey Kong, get ah. your bananas. You're sticking around. Ah. <laughs> My Venmo challenge for this week, you all got it wrong. Weren't even close. But I did have somebody reach out to me, our loyal listener and our girl Kayla. She got it right. She sent me the correct answer. In the Japanese version of Super Mario World, he eats dolphins. Dolphins was our an- animal we were looking for. So oh, Kayla what? is the winner. You guys suck. Here's my <laughs> next one. Maybe you guys will do a little bit better. How many total games are there in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater series? And your clue is that it's between 1 and 30. Maybe you guys won't suck. Maybe you'll win a dollar. Maybe not. Who gives a shit? Until <laughs> next week, holla! I need clue. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> yeah. Guess a number between 1 and 30. <laughs> Who would... I mean, was someone honestly going to be like, there's 37 Tony Hawk games? Um, 13. Fuck it. That's that's close to what I was going to say. He, I, I will say, saying between 1 and 30 actually makes me think it's more than I originally yeah, thought. Really? So if that's what he was going for, it worked. Because I'll say uh, I'll say 20, 21. Wait, how many Tony Hawk games are there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like 8. Okay. I mean, I said 13. You're not that far off. Yeah, but you're like, jeez. I thought you were going to be like two. Like, it's. <laughs> How many Tony Hawk games, guys? Guys, relax. You're going crazy. It's all. Oh, you're just. Your guesses are absurd. Yeah. I'm going to say 12. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Donkey Kong versus Diablo. Uh, Instagram had Donkey Kong at 86%. Facebook had Donkey Kong at 78% and fuck Twitter, Donkey Kong at 100%. So um, they're the only ones that give us 100%. Who gives a shit? Your your little fucking shit lost. Get over it. My little shit. Like I like how you're like hate like it's my child. Like hey, your little shit lost. Like you let him deal with it. Gave me all the dick and shit for you know. All the dicks and shit. He gave yeah. you all the what now? Yeah, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care what Kevin said. I didn't give him any dick. I did not he give him any all dick. The dicks and shit. No Di- dicks were given. Time. No this dicks time. were given. Um, this time. Uh, what's the next matchup, Chase? Next up, we have number nine, Tony Hawk versus number 24, Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> Why are we selling this bracket? <laughs> so I can get shit on again. All right, here we go. Fuck you up. Um, addiction level, Tony Hawk. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was so confused. His Game. face was like, what the fuck? Gameplay, Tony Hawk. Does it stand a test test time, Tony Hawk. Boom, done. Call okay. it a day. Jason? That's it. That, that it's almost. I'm so scared for my life, to be honest, at this juncture. So, shut up. No, you Bro, shut up. Yo, I, one dude has a soy allergy, and now he's a little bitch. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? 
Jason, what you got, I bro? Hope you, I hope you grow an uh, allergy to peanut butter. No. Oh, that's, that's, that's like, why would you say that? Bro, that's true. That's like me telling you I hope you get allergic to steak. Like, that's not cool, bro. I'm, an, I'm immune to that allergy. Oh. So are, are you saying, like, because it won that so well that it's over? Like, it's Tony yeah, Hawk? So, I'll bet you $10 that it wins. No, I agree with this. I mean, was it uh, was it ahead of its time? Absolutely. Everything yes. about that game, from making your characters to the music, I forgot who set it out to us. Like they arguably say that it has the best soundtrack of any game. Um, uh, I don't know if that's true, but I mean, Kevin's it like, did I have good. I didn't hear any Danger Zone in that game. So. It did have some good music. Um, addiction level, uh, absolutely Tony Hawk. Gameplay, Tony Hawk. Does it stand the test of time? It's got to be Tony Hawk. They're the only mm. ones, honestly, like making the game still. I don't know if Banjo Kazooie is still a game. It might be. Yeah. It is. They're still making them. Well, I don't know if they're still making them. I'm saying like they've redid it and shit. Yeah. It just looked weird. Just man. Like, it was like a bird. And... What was it? You and these birds. I swear, dude. It's like a bird and a bear and, and a like, bird and like a bear. <laughs> bird and a bear and a witch. Do you bro. have something against birds or something? He does. Just, yeah. yeah, just this one. But yeah, I got I got Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Okay. What do you got, Chase? I'm about to get a lot of shit. Uh, just kidding. Come on, it's so easy, bro. It's Tony Hawk across the board. I'm sorry. I want. I want to be that guy. I want to disagree with you I this you time. Do. I really I do, do. But you can't. It's not close. Tony Hawk wins all four of these categories. Tony Hawk is an epic, epic game, uh, and the soundtrack is fantastic. So best of all time. It's up there. I would say top ten at least. Yeah, it's definitely up there, man. Madden's not helping. Their soundtrack's going to shit. FIFA's going to shit. Like, FIFA used to be Why really good. Why are you just good. comparing it to new games? Because that's Madden's what I was playing recently. Game. Yeah. I mean, it's been around. I guess and it used to have good music, I think, right? Maybe tones. I don't know. I just, I don't really remember Ominous Madden's tones. music. Ominous tones. Ominous tones. <laughs> so, all of it, just landslide? Yeah, yep, I, mean, I mean, I, I can't, I can sit here and like bullshit for 10 minutes, or I can just yeah. play like Tony Hawk and one. I did play. I did download Banjo, and I was playing it. I did like the idea of it. It's just I feel like it was going against the monster. Like it might be a few of these other games did out there. Did you think it, it was kind of like Donkey Kong a little bit? No, it had the bird aspect. I mean, no, it's the same, yeah. no, same it's, company that. Bro, it's literally yeah, it is, but it felt a little bit different. I feel like it, it went beyond Donkey Kong more than you saying would that you say Donkey Kong. I was its, gonna say, would you say it's more a more ahead of its time. Yes. Would you call it? Yes. Then Donkey Kong. <laughs> Then Donkey Kong absolutely yes, is yeah. more ahead of its time. Yes. I will, I will take that bullet. Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis is the best video game ever. I disagree. It's a very good game, but I think Donkey Kong is the best game ever. Donkey Kong sucks. You know something? You suck. Respond, Kevin's Kevin. like pissed right now. Respond. Respond, Respond Kevin. <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> well donkey kong's moving forward anyway um all right so let's hear what chris has to say this makes more sense now <laughs> yeah i like that he's pulling clearly, his homework this is clearly from banjo kazoo so. absolutely I mean, everything about that song just makes you think of the late 90s. And Banjo-Kazooie, obviously. Hey guys, <laughs> it's your producer, Chris. Hello. Episode 110, we're going to the left side of the bracket for the matchups this week. We've got number nine, Tony Hawk, against number 24, Banjo-Kazooie, in the first matchup. Tony Hawk was released in August of 1999, 
while Banjo-Kazooie was released June 29th, 1998. And my quick fact for the week is ironic. Banjo-Kazooie did not make his debut with this game here. He rather was uh, first debuted in 1997's Diddy Kong Racing, the 19th seed in our bracket. So we'll dive more into that game when we get there. But, you know, Diddy was just hanging out in the Nintendo universe doing some racing before he got his own game in the summer of 1998. This matchup for me, honestly... Wasn't even close. Was it ahead of its time? I gave this to Tony Hawk. I think late 90s, this game, I mean, I remember this game getting it and being like, holy shit. Like, I mean, not only are you just, you know, everybody was in, I feel like little kids were all into extreme sports games. I mean, this one, you could just, the levels, just everything you could do was insane. And it just completely wowed me the first time. And I spent many of time, many of time, much time playing it, which leads me right into addiction level. This game kept me up late for sure. I can attest, I'm sure so could my parents, about yelling at me to stop playing. I stayed up a lot. I mean, you just wanted to get to the next level. You've got a high score. You want to just keep going to the next step. So definitely addiction level. Tony Hawk gameplay, probably the closest category for me between the two games. They both are pretty easy to pick up and play. Obviously, Tony Hawk is more you can do. Banjo-Kazooie, you just go through the levels, collect whatever. You move on. Definitely more freedom in Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk takes that and then doesn't stand the test of time. Could I pick up the game in 2021 and play? Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to pick up Tony Hawk. If I had it, I'll play it right now. Banjo-Kazooie, fun game, but just, you know, I could play Sonic. I could play Crash. I could play Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, really? Interchangeable. So a clean sweep right there. Out of the park, Tony Hawk. Moving on to the Sweet 16. Job, bro. I'm just gonna put that music back on. Hold on, let me get yeah, the right back. Gone, brother. Oh yeah. Gone, Sorry, dude. man. Later, guys. Later, skater. <laughs> bye, Chris. Okay, bye. Um, yo. I mean, we all. This is like the first time that all the friends like agreed on on like, like something, right? <laughs> on something, though. On something. <laughs> That's, not, That's true. not true. I mean, I was th- trying to think about like the things that I did in Tony Hawk. Like, were you the same? Where you were just trying to grind for 100%. as long as you could. I, feel I, like did, that's I didn't play I it that often, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're a communist. What? Okay. Good for yeah. you, man. Proud of you. He's not even going to acknowledge what Bro, Jason it was... said. Moving on. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. He I, me I a just... communist. <laughs> yes, I did. By not playing Tony Hawk, you were. I absolutely. I, I mean, that's, no, it's in no, the it's Kevin, it's time to move on. Okay? You had your chance for <laughs> yeah, rebuttal. Sure. You, now you accept it. You lost. You're a communist. Got it. Apparently, I've never played the game. I'm interested. I'm interested. Uh, all right, so uh, Tony Hawk versus Banjo on Instagram was not even close. I want to know the two percent that voted for Banjo Kazooie and right? how high they were to accidentally What's hit the their wrong arguments. Button. Oh no, it was an yeah. accident. And why are you the way? Yeah, like why are you the way <laughs> yes. that you are? Like why did you do this? Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, uh, Tony Hawk, eighty percent. Twitter, uh. Twitter was even closer, uh, 75% There must have been four Hawk. votes, and but, one of them, he just hit the wrong button. <laughs> fucking for sure, man. So far, I feel like Instagram is on our side, and there's way more people voting on that one, so I'll take that. I feel like Instagram knows what they're doing so far in this um, bracket, but, I mean, I'm sure they'll 100%. fuck it up later. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what do we got next, Chase? What's our matchups for next, next week? Next week, we have number 10, Street Fighter 2 versus number 23, Simpsons Arcade. Why is he doing this? Mm. What's he doing? I don't know. He's being Kevin. Number seven. (laughs) Zelda. (laughs) Oricana. God. (laughs) First time Chase fucks up on a word. I love it. Uh, Moving on of time versus number 26. Uh Doom. Ocarina of Time, Zelda Ocarina no, of Time. No, no, you played this game, what right? Did, what did you hear? What did you hear? 
I think you were talking about the whales, and you were worried orcas. about like the invitation. Yeah, like our like- our interview with uh, uh, Dicky talked about like yeah. orcas, so maybe that's what that's, you were thinking about. That's what because I was part of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking. By the way, guys, uh, Chase is yet to hear that interview, so we actually I do haven't. talk about orcas there. So you guys would yeah, know this. That's but I knew that. Uh, spiritually? Yeah. spiritually spiritually okay spiritually. <laughs> i fucking love it <laughs> all right number seven zelda ocarina of time versus number 26 doom uh bro i mean i feel like it should be a clean sweep but i feel like this is a sleeper i feel like doom is a sleeper guys i'm doom just saying it was I'm, amazing i'm just saying game. be careful guys like this is the, i think this is the matchup that if something goes if wrong something goes wrong wait, we th- are gonna piss a lot of people off we and be- I we better just game, vote in the right movie. ones just to keep people along for the yeah. ride because if we <laughs> fuck this one up people are gonna be like nope we're done just fuck these yeah, guys a lot of people are already pissed at us oh so. yeah uh your boy uh, uh reasons i'm broke you're on his podcast we have mm-hmm. to get him on our our podcast but he said it right away he goes oh you guys are fucked once you kick Star Fox off and i was like well to be a to, to be fair for the record i would have voted for star fox so i yeah i know you said it to him and so did kevin so that I makes did. me think star yeah. fox might have might have made it actually i mean i i really like roller coaster tycoon so i don't have an issue with like that's not one where i was like star fox lost to roller coaster tycoon but it's i mean you know i would have picked star barrel fox, roll, think, so. barrel roll. Barrel roll. <laughs> street fighter versus simpsons you think that's gonna be close fuck no really simpsons is trash all right, you can go. Well, fuck we yourself. know where Kevin's voting. Yeah. Hey, no teasers here, guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a trash ass game. It's not a trash ass game. If you want to uh, say Street Fighter Two, okay, I'm not gonna was legendary. It. I'm not gonna do it. legendary. Jesus, you know Overused what? word. You talking about the movie with Jean Claude Van Damme? So good that he was on cocaine about? the whole game. That's another quick, Chris, uh, quick fact. The say whole... that real quick. Chris, Qu- quick, quick cocaine, Chris <laughs> fact. Close. I mean, you got half of it. All right. Well, you said words. Okay. All right, guys. Everyone's favorite uh, segment. Uh, this is where we fucked up with Jose. It's, can, it's just what? Do you need fantastic. to take a piss? Can I pee while he talks for like eight minutes? Is I, that cool? I, I don't think. I think you need to be involved. I feel like you have all the fuck ups. Uh, I normally do. I know. It's okay, man. All right, boys. Uh, this is where we fucked up in episode 109. Who? What is up, my people? It is time once again for another edition of This Is Where We Fucked Up, the weekly fact-checking segment on the podcast where I call out the mistakes of the previous week. Boom, baby, we're bringing it again. Tons and tons of energy, and I promise I'm going to bring it to you every week. Episode 109 featured a badass, extra special guest, Olympian Kareem Maddox. Did he fuck up? Nah. Did the guys fuck up? Of course they did. (laughs) This is where we fucked up in episode 109. (laughs) Kicking it off is our boy Jay. Jason. We all know that you are forever trapped in the 90s. So it would make sense why you would want to go buy Kareem's badass USA shirt at Sports Authority. Sports Authority filed Chapter 7 and closed all of its stores in 2016. Only thing you're going to find there now is probably an overpriced trampoline park or a seasonal spirit Halloween shop. (laughs) I don't know why I laughed. The kid from Rookie of the Year is Henry Rowengartner. Henry Rowengartner. Mm. 
This fuck up is now the first one in Cup to Cup history to be corrected twice on the show now. Hey, Dude thanks, is a Andy. Hashtag former Cubs great. Now that football season is over, you right. should work on remembering your Cubs legends. <laughs> Jason, that chicken bird thing from Final Fantasy is a chocobo. Chocobo. No shade for saying it wrong, though. Being the bully that you were in high school, I wouldn't imagine that you would be a Final Fantasy nerd. Speaking of high school, don't forget, Jay, that your discus record isn't the only one that you played a part of back at PHS. And as a matter of fact, as a member of that football team that you were a part of, you (laughs) can also claim Florida's longest high school football losing streak. (laughs) At 34 games in a row. Yeah. What? So what? You were JV, but think about it. You were a part of it, Jay. You have to be to not make the team with the longest. (laughs) Still my favorite tight end, though. I made the team? Chase, Chuck Mangione is a world renowned flugelhorn player. I know you don't know what that is, but everybody knows one thing is that it's definitely not a fucking saxophone. Oh, yeah, they're the same. That's and Kenny speaking G. of saxophones, uh, guys, I was thinking of Kenny you G. triggered quite a few people last week. Even our boy Henderbeard, beard, 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 slipped <laughs> into my DMs to call out this major fuck-up. In fact, he personally requested a history, oh, history, oh, history lesson God. by Jose. So, here we go. In 1984, Wham, also known as George Michael and some other dude, put out one of the most iconic and devastating love songs of a generation when they released this beautiful tune, Careless Whisper. The song is played in the background of my lobster piss fucking story last week. And that's how we got to this point. That soothing melody is not a fucking jazz flute. Yaz flute. I said Yaz flute. Guys, it's a fucking saxophone. Come on. Alto saxophone. The song is so iconic that it's been featured in pop culture several times throughout our lives, including Deadpool, um, those videos that came out of that sexy sax man that would play it on a saxophone in the middle of his college classroom. That's the second thing we go And even the karaoke bar on the boat that we were on that one time that I thought that would be a good idea to get married. Talk about (laughs) fuck-ups. He's talking about his marriage. Oh no, stop, please. Does he know he's recording? I think think he's already... Sorry. That's it for this week. I want to wish everyone's favorite public official, Mayor Adamson, and my friend, his closer friend, Holly, also known as his wife, best of luck as they bring a lucky little girl into this world. Congrats also to you, Uncle Jason, for the new member to your family. I would also send the love to your sister, Jamie with two eyes, but none of your family listens to this shit, so I'll just text her. <laughs> That's fair. If I missed anything, you know what to do. Slip into my DMs at HipHipJose14, and until next week, peace! Mm. Oh, you're just gonna leave that it Chuck, here for that 20 Chuck seconds? Mangione, oh, that yeah. Chuck Mangione is fire. Bro. Uh, first off, I don't know. Like, what was the other instrument that they said? That we said it was? Uh, 
apparently, no, I think he was just, I don't think we said anything else. Yeah. I think it's because I said Chuck Mangione, um, and he plays the, uh, yeah. whatever, the tickle flute or whatever. I like, how he's still, flute. I like how it's still playing and we're still talking. Like, it's no big deal. He's yeah. singing yeah, yeah. behind us, uh, behind us yeah. right now. He yeah. definitely was not all county chorus. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. Some people were, and it wasn't. Some him. people were. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got to pee. I'm sorry, guys. I know. I know. I is he like what is he drinking by the way i didn't even see what he was drinking he's drinking white claw are we not gonna bring this up? i was gonna say that i i thought i thought i saw white claw but i, I, don't, I thought it might have been a yellow red bull no shot that's no. a that's a that's a white claw okay i like how he just abandoned the banner by the way it's gone forever yeah we're we not gonna address that we're not gonna address that either huh yeah he's like hey man i'm doing so much work on my back uh backdrop, my background man. looks so sick sick man. right like that's awesome it's worth way more than your backdrop look at this background so I'm gonna take it down. So I'm just gonna go with just the garage door. What do you guys think? This is, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, it's the shittiest backdrop of all time. Like, it really is, honestly. It's like, not even a. It's a, such a like. It's a pewter fucking ugly ass color. He didn't even try. Like, he's just like, hey, well, fuck it. We're gonna go with this Zelda looking triangle mm -hmm. and uh, just roll with it. You know the the Zelda Triforces. Yeah. The Triforce. I saw that shit all in Japan when I was there. Really? Like on the old ass uh, fucking uh, buildings and shit. Oh, that's crazy, dude. But speaking of the triangle yeah, yeah. Uh, from Zelda behind him, like it's one thing to have that behind you as your shitty backdrop, but then could he not move? What is that? A, a flowery the trash flowery. can? I told like, him like you can't flip that little cord down or up, you know, from or just from the move seal. it. Like it's not like do you have not like enough room to move? Like I just feel like he hasn't tried. Just try. Did you did you play the key music? Yeah, that's exactly what we did the yeah, whole time. Yeah, we play the P music. Oh, Absolutely. shit about me. Nope. <clears throat> nope. What happened to the banner? Yeah, yeah, we did not talk about the banner. This this expensive banner. You said it. You said it was a very expensive <laughs> banner, and now it's gone. No, we looked it's, the it's prices there. up. It's there. It's where? It's, on the floor? It, it it may have fallen. You lazy fuck. <laughs> You just gave up on the on like the whole background no, thing. No, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Also, hold up, what you drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After this pee break, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too late now, boy. Uh huh. White late. claws. White claws. White claws. Huh? Why are they in your house right now? <laughs> because Mary got them for her birthday. They're actually hers. Um, but you enjoy and, them? Uh, they're okay. They're all right. Is that pineapple or something? Uh, this one is lemon. Don't put a accent it's on there and uh, make it sound yeah, better. It's no, 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 it's got a. You see the accent? It's lemon. What is that? Italian. French? Uh, mm. uh, it's German. It's Brazilian. Oh. All right, guys. Uh, this is a chase rant. Have we had a chase rant? <laughs> uh, this, this year? season we have not, man. Well, hot we not. damn! Hot I have diggity, to find hot diggity dog. All my intros, I have to put them down by usage. Your shit's almost at the bottom. God damn, Chase. Damn, bro. Get some rants going. We want some angry people. All right, Kev. I'm just so chill, bro. Let's bet. Let's bet on this right now. All right. I think it has to do with the car. What do you think it has to do with? It definitely has to do with food. Fuck. That was my second. That was my second. One of you is right. Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Kev. I'm always angry. <laughs> Hey, can we insert like Chase where he's like, "Hey, this is a time for you to get angry, Chase," and then like, no. 
Chase. Uh, you I'll, can. It's Whoa. time for you to get angry. Chase. <clears throat> Chase. Just like Chase. We'll get we'll get like Avery or somebody to just like Chase. <laughs> just put it right in there. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so uh before I get into it, I've been told that a lot of times in my rants, I just jump straight into a story mm-hmm. and then at the end kind of like explain the rant part. Uh and I was told maybe I should just tell you what the rant is before I say the story. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, people that just assume you're going to let them in and try and like force their way in uh, to like a street when they're coming from a side street yeah. and you're on like the main street and yeah. they just assume you're going to let them in. And so they just kind of force their way in. They're like, you're going to hit me or, and or I'm going to hit you one or the other, but it's going to go Basically. down. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the other day, I mean, I guess it was like a week or two ago. I was driving a on a decently decently busy street. It was kind of backed up. And uh, there's like a side street that very few cars ever are on. Um, and normally if it's like a side street that's pretty popular, I'll kind of leave some room so they can pull in. Um, but this is just, it's a it's a nothing side street. I was actually surprised a car was coming in. So like I was kind of half blocking the road. Um, I still probably could have let the truck in if I wanted, but this truck came just like, bulldozing in and we're all backed up stopped at a red light and just basically pulls like halfway into the road even though like we've been at this red light for like 30 seconds and he just came in and basically tried to run a stop sign and it's like right here like up against my car basically um so when it turned green i was like fuck that dude and i 100 him in if he just stopped at the stop sign and it went i would have definitely given a little going in buddy but when he like pulled in and just like assumed it was his go bro i was like oh fuck that bro i looked right at him and just drove straight the best part about this the best part about it was power move i mean i don't you know i drive a little fucking toyota corolla this dude's in like a jacked up like pickup truck bro so like he could have run my car over 100 percent uh the best part of (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. If that's a weird flex. flex, but okay. <laughs> I feel like you're flexing. You're like, I don't care about my life. This oh, truck no, is gonna just, run me over. Saying. Definitely could have ramped my car over. No, no, the fuck you he could. No, he said he's a pickup truck. He's got big wheels. Doesn't make okay, him like a big foot over. He was, he was in a monster truck. Okay, okay. You, oh, don't know. you don't know no, that's, my life. That's you don't fair. know my life. That's fair. Uh, my fi- what really makes the story? So he's already an asshole because he's trying to force his way in, mm-hmm. um, which is just fucked up, man. Just like stop the stop sign. We have been there, bro. Like, there's a line of... It's not just, like, me, and then there's, like, no cars behind me. There's a line of traffic. It's a busy time of day. You don't just get to, like, force your way into this busy street. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, the best part was the car behind me also didn't let him in and just kept going. And this is the part that really pissed me off. He honked at that guy. He, like, laid on the horn at that guy. I'm like, bro, he doesn't have to let you in. Yeah, we don't have to. You have a stop sign. We don't. Us letting you in is a courtesy. You don't get to then fucking lay on the horn at the guy behind you. It's probably another entitled Donkey Kong fan. That's what it. That's probably what it is. It's probably what it is. I bet you, if you looked at his fucking license plate, it was like Kong, Donkey Kong, <laughs> Kong Dick. Bro, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm with you 100 percent on this. Yeah. It's the assumptions. Like, I don't yeah. know why it makes me mad, but it makes me mad when you assume. I, I, like want, this I want to be able to wave you in. And if you don't yeah. give me that option, then I'm taking the option completely off the table. What? Yeah. No, I'm with, I'm with Chase. I'm with Chase. It's the assumption. If you assume I'm going to do it, 
fuck you, bro. Yep. No, that's not 100%. how this world works. I want you to realize that I'm doing you a favor. So you better be like, hey, man, hey, can I, like, yeah, dude, fuck yeah, go. Don't just jar, jar it in front of me. Like, jar yeah. yeah Especially jar when I'm there first. Like, that's another thing. Like, it's not like he's been waiting at the stop sign to, like, turn for a while and no one's letting him in. It's like, he just pulled up to it. We've been yep. waiting at the stoplight for, like, 30, 45 yeah. seconds. Nah, bro. If I want to let you in, I'll let you in. If I don't want to, don't lay your horn on at me. That's yeah, the bullshit. horn part, that's bullshit. That's and what that's... really said. I, like, turned around. I was like, this dude for real? This motherfucker. You know what probably happened? He probably turned on your same street, realized it was backed up, took, like, some back roads that he 100%. knew would, like, come back around and be like, I got these motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> and yeah. then you're like, nah, bro. <laughs> no. Bro, I really wish I really wish no one had let him in. But the car behind the car behind me did let him in. I was like, oh, you fucking prick. He just didn't want to get honked at. Why was he a fucking prick? That was actually a nice hey, He's not a prick. I'm just like, come on, man. This guy is a prick. Don't reward him for being a prick. I like he's like calling the nice guy the prick. Yeah, that fucking I mean, that prick guy, nice guy. Okay, that guy is not a prick. But. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. The assumption, like... Anytime you assume it, it just pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, man. Like, and I think the assumption is why we have so many car accidents too, is when you assume other people are going to do something for you, that's when the car accident yes. usually happens. And I can honestly say I will 99% of the time wave that person in front of me if they just for stop sure. the stop sign. As long as something? they wave back because that <laughs> might be my top Bro, 10. That, like, is, that is Mary's like biggest pet peeve. Oh, I go ape shit mode. I go like, hey, come in, and if you don't give me wave, I go into an onslaught of just fuckery. You like, like dude, just like, start riding his tailgate. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. I'll remember you. I'm sure you and I work the same schedule. I'll see you again. All right. See you tomorrow, Stephen. It's the assumption, bro. Like, if you assume, like, you're you're just allowed to do it. Just, I don't know why, man. That that irks me, bro. Uh, when I first started doing these rants, at this point, you know, almost two and a half years ago. Uh, maybe not two and a half. Anyways, two and some change years ago, yeah. uh, I told Mary about him, and literally the first thing she said, she's like, "You have to have uh people who don't wave when you let them in." She's like, "That's gotta be <laughs> the first one you do." She's like, "That's it. That's the one." I was Chase like, that's like, "No, that's your rant." That's yeah, not I, was like, I even told her, I was like, <laughs> you can "Honestly, make that, that one." I was like, "That one really doesn't bother me that much." She was like, "What? That doesn't bother you?" Can you have her either do this live or voice one for she us won't for that do one? Anything. Yes, she will. No, she won't. I'll ask, but I, we'll say I doubt we'll she will. we'll like we'll muffle her or uh, voice <laughs> and we'll say it's like somebody else. Like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't even say it's your wife. We're like you found this stranger and she gave you this voice nugget. It'll be so. like those episodes where they have like a witness protection. Person yeah, exactly. come on. <laughs> Absolutely. If can we dark lit like your uh, your uh, garage and just shadow her like in the back? It's not going to be like hard. A... It's a fucking garage. <laughs> uh, just... Hello, look at that light. Look at that. Yeah, look at that, that beautiful cunt. background. Look at oh, that. It's yeah. just... Yee, she. Welcome to the Kapua Suite. Before I let uh, Kevin wrap us up, um, I feel like I have to give you an opportunity to do Florida Man because we did Florida Man with Dicky. Um and yeah, Kevin got it, it wrong, but I can I can let you try it and okay I think it's fair right Kev are you okay Kev is pissed look at Kev's eyes no no do I get another chance at it? no you don't get another chance of this <laughs> I'm, I'm glad kidding. I hacked into the episode earlier and listened um to let me perfect. pull it up real quick uh because oh, again let me get my googling ready yeah Chase has not seen these again all right I want to make it, make this clear or seen the or listen to the interview that is not seen the interview Dickie's answer was funny too Dickie's <laughs> answers was great. All right, so Florida man accused of blank in wife's face during argument. Sorry, Florida man accused of smashing blank in wife's face during argument. That he's what smashed do you think? into her face. Correct. Yep. Hmm. 
I have a feeling he's going to get this. Kevin's going to be pissed. He's going to be so salty. I feel like he's going to smash meth into her face. God, this is the, this is the time you choose meth. Meth? No, it's not meth. It's a burrito. <laughs> I really How thought you would say punishment? burrito. That's delicious. <laughs> it tastes like... Dickie was like, what a waste right? of a burrito. <laughs> Bro, if oh, someone what did he smashed call a burrito on my face during oh, an yeah. argument, I'm like, what is it okay, a, uh, that's awesome. A donkey something. Dude, and like everyone's like, Are, how do you not know this? You just uh, interviewed him, man. I don't remember things after an hour. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I can't, yeah, there's like apparently like in translation, he didn't go into it. Like a burrito means yeah. something, a donkey, like go, riding oh. the donkey or something. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's it's hilarious. So I it's hate that I forgot about it. But um, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's the episode, man. Uh, Kevin, wrap us up. Hi, guys. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. <laughs> it's a game show now. So random. <laughs> Thanks again, Dickie uh, Chevelle, for coming on. You guys go check him out. Uh, Google him. Uh, check him out on YouTube. He's got some funny-ass clips on there. Uh, follow his Instagram. Very, uh, very cool guy. Very cool guy. And uh, follow Chase, too. <laughs> he's just yeah, a, please he's follow just Chase. Guy. What is Chase's? Chase, what is what's your Twitter? Instagram? You got a Twitter now. You got a Twitter. It's what's a, your Twitter? It's a tweeter. My Twitter is Essek Lawop. Yeah, because everyone can oh, spell that. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. E S A H C L L E W O P. Dude, all 18 followers love his ass, man. They so. do. Yeah, I do. Man, he's <laughs> a good dude. He's, he's like, a good guy up? to follow. What, what up, up bruh? I, I lay some pretty sweet tweets. While you're on social media, you guys should um, follow us. We're Cup to Cup Show with no spaces. That's not. But that's not our whole name. Our our name is Cup to Cup <laughs> Show. Just don't put any spaces on there. Uh, it's so confusing. I feel like someone's gonna put it. Cup to cup show. Don't put any spaces. I was not confused, and then you kept going, and, and I'm I got confused. So, yeah. No spaces uh, is our name. Uh, cup to cup show. No spaces is our name. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. Also visit our website. Mm. That's right, cup to cup Also, no spaces in that um, because. Um, it's a website. Yeah. And we have the bracket and we have blogs and we have all of our past what's on tap guests. We got um, merch. I got my And we got the merchandise. We're, 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 we're winter merch. Um, and speaking of blog, Chase is running his own independent awesome bracket in Tallahassee and explain Chase everybody. Said, like, Chase how said, that's fuck working. our bracket. I'm going to do my own no, shit. No, yeah. that's not what Chase said. Chase didn't say that. Chase just recognized that all of our listeners don't necessarily live in Tallahassee. Yeah. So he did this as a separate one uh, because our brackets encompass everyone. Yeah. Uh, and piece. just tell us what place in Tallahassee is your favorite place. Tag them and we'll add you to the bracket. We'll add that restaurant to the bracket. So, Boom. Yep. Um, what was the one thing? Did you do food uh, trucks? That, yeah, yeah, that man, was what I was going to Food ask. trucks, yes. D-Blow? Yeah, man. So, D-Blow. yeah, D-Blow is going to be on there, bro. Uh the reason we can do food trucks is because of COVID. I did not include ambiance in the criteria for voting on best restaurant. So yeah, let's go pure food. I like that. It's, I like it's, that idea. It's sixty percent the food, pure food. Twenty percent is the cost, and twenty percent is the portion size. So the taste of the food is by far the most important, okay. and then the cost and the portion size also factor in. I like it because you got to like have it. like. Sometimes you're like, fuck, this is good. Damn, this is good. Like, what What separates them? Well, is one bigger and cheaper? Well, that's our winner. Yeah. Three plus three equals seven. Yeah. There we go. All right. Cool. All right. 
Uh, so before we leave, I'm gonna kick my ass. Uh, for you always say I'm gonna this. kick my always. ass. I'm gonna kick my ass. Uh, Henderbeard had a voice nugget. I meant to play it before that. So here's Henderbeard. Henderbeard, I apologize for putting this. I like I'm shoving you at the end of the episode, and that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> Shove so him on in. Please don't hate me for that. Uh, intro. Henderbeard. Jay, did you really just ask if the instrument that was played in the song that Jose played in his This Is Where We Fucked Up segment, did you just ask if that instrument was a jazz flute? I didn't. You seriously don't know that it's a fucking saxophone? No. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Do you not know anything in the fucking world? (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? In the fucking world. That... That was a Henderbeard rant, bro. Mr. Henderbeard. Henderbeard. No, I don't know shit about uh, um, <laughs> yes, the musical please. like industry and world and instruments and shit like that. Absolutely not. And it was a jazz flute. It's jazz totally flute. different than a jazz flute, sir. But yeah, that's it. And that's it was played by Chuck Mangione. Chuck who? Mangione. Mm, why did I get shit on that? Didn't you guys say some shitty uh, instruments I said that too? Chuck Mangione played it. I don't remember what I said or what I did <laughs> ever. Enderbeard, <laughs> uh, thank you for leaving that, bro. I appreciate it. Um, and on that note, guys, peace. Bye. Bye. That is mm. weird. <laughs>